watch this fucking shitty, shitty movie. Ah, that's awesome. What what, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> I watched this. I, now, I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, it's kind of legendary, I guess, in a way, in a kind of weird, unique way. But did you ever hear about that sequel that they had planned for Seven? Yeah, they always talked about, like, you know, back in the day, there was something going on, and I'll tell you about it. Well, what, now, what is this? Now, what are you talking about? What is this? No, I was I was going to the gas station over here. I was getting some beer with Joanna, and uh, I, look, I, look, I look at the red box, and I see this movie in there called Solus. And I'm like, Solus is that fucking movie that was supposed to be the seventh sequel. But that was the title for it, called Solus, like S-O-L-A-C-E, yeah. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be about uh, Somerset. The Somerset teams up with um, basically a per, sort of like a precog sort of person. You tell the future and it kind of solves like a serial killer, mur- like a murder, a murderer, like a ritual murderer, basically. Oh, wow. And David Fincher passed on it. Morgan Freeman passed on it. I think he just kind of sat in a sort of void for a long period of time. And I think he made it. It's, I looked it up. Said it came up. Said it was made in 2015. This time they made it with Anthony Hopkins, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and uh, Colin Farrell. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Was this the uh, sort of like possession type of movie, or a what? Was it like was it like possessed, or was somebody possessed in this film? Or? No, 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 no. Anthony Hopkins actually plays the uh, guy with telepathy. Not telepathy. It's not club. It's, it's it's precognition. Like you can see the future, and like you can try to stop it before shit happens, or oh, shit. you can touch somebody, or you or they can touch him, and he can like see their future, like their, you know, their their, their murder or whatever. Like we haven't seen that a fucking thousand times, but anyways, yeah, uh, everything. Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, watch that tonight. It was awful. It was, uh, oh no. Probably one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. It's, it's bad. Real, really yeah. fucking bad. I don't know who directed this movie, dude. I, I didn't look it, I don't check the name out, but like, it has some of the worst camera work in it. It's got some of the worst editing. Some of the worst fucking dialogue, man. It's, it's, it's a it's a fucking bad movie. No wonder Morgan Freeman and fucking David Fincher fucking declined on that shit like a decade, more almost more than a decade ago now. Yeah, so. I mean that, that was the that was always like the not always, but like that was the idea. So you know what I'm talking about. There was, you know, proposed uh, continuation of, of 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 Somerset's character. You know, mm-hmm. which you know, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I watch Seven probably at least once or twice a year. You know, I, I love that film. Okay, Seven and is a is a perfect movie to me. It's a perfect movie. Like like like. You know, it doesn't need sequels. Like, I don't want to know what happened. You know it's not good. It ended fucked up. Like, that was yeah. that. And it, it was a perfect It was a perfect story. Like, that was that. Yeah. You know, so, like, yeah, we don't need, we don't need to see. Yeah. I mean, we love watching Morgan Freeman. I mean, I can watch him, you know, paint a house or something, you know, and talk to somebody. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, nah. I mean, you're never going to recreate what was captured in that fucking movie, like, the, the, the whole thing not, a, not at all. You know, you'll never recapture that again. That's why it was. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a film that 
lives on its own. It has no sequel. There's nothing to it. It's just well, nothing yeah. to it. But I mean, there's, no, there's not, nothing really. There's no comic books around it. It's just a movie. No, it's a story. Ever, it's one. It's a one shot. And it's a it's a one shot. You're right. It's a one shot. It's like I don't. Yeah. I don't need to know what happens to Mills. I'm pretty no. sure I can figure out what happens to Mills. He's fucking devastated, fucked up for life. Yeah, yeah. He didn't go to prison or anything. I, I think he probably had some rehab and, you know, and uh, and fucking, you know, he works at the gas station uh, down the street. Something like something probably pretty close to that. I mean, even we got him at the gas station, we got him working in a fucking office by himself. They feel bad for his ass. But I mean, that movie's so realistic, in my opinion. They probably got him at a gas station. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, it's. Uh, yeah, and, like, I never needed – I'll tell you, though, I know everyone's like, we don't need to see what's in the box. I'll tell you what, if they would have just put that there, I don't, it's fine. I love what they did. I'm just saying, had they done that, it would have been, like, even more fucked up. Like, I don't need to – yeah, I, I don't need to see here. I think, I think we all got fucked up from just – just from seeing – Morgan Freeman's reaction to what yeah, was his in the reaction. box alone. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. Like, oh, he, it's so – gasps, dude. Like, me. He's seen everything, and he was like, "Oh no," because he cared about her, you know. Like he, he, he yeah. liked them. You know, he loved those people. He, he, he felt he fell in love with those people, and uh, he started caring for them, and that was his thing. Like you know, it was like, "Oh fuck," they all got fucked up. This guy's never gonna be the same again. And then you got you know, Arlie Army, just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's fucked." That's that. He ain't never gonna be the same again. Nope. You see him in that fucking cop car in the back seat, just like, "Boo." <laughs> It's over. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah, it's just fucking over. Yeah, I watched that. It was, it was an interesting idea. I was, you know, a dollar fifty to rent a fucking movie. I, I don't like give a shit. I'm gonna rent it. So oh, I just want to see it. And I watched it for like I probably watched like forty five minutes of it. And I was like, I, I told Joanna, I was like, can we just skip to the end? I just want to see, want to see what happens at the end. She's like, no, I want to watch, I want to watch all of it. It's bad, but I want to watch all of it. I'm like, nah, I, I don't really give a shit about this movie. It's, it's awful. It's a bad movie and. I can kind of see it coming from a mile away and several miles away, and uh, it's it's no it's no set. So, is it is it presented as a sequel or was it just something that might have been you know because I've told you like some some of the Bruce Willis movies back in the day uh, were, were potential uh, potential sequels to Die Hard, but then they became another film. Was this yeah was sort of like um, was there, was there sort somebody playing Somerset in this film or was it not like that? No. Oh, uh, they took they took out someone said they took out um I think the Arlie 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 uh Ermy character was supposed to be in there too. He's out he's not in there anymore either. Uh oh. there's nobody in there. Like there's no there's nothing that would ever link it to seven. Um it's not visually striking like seven, it's not um uh, it's not compelling. Like seven, it, 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 it's it's very uh, poorly, poorly made. It's a poorly made movie, and uh, sadly poorly made. It's, it's like it's almost like I knew it wasn't. But dude, go after you, we talk. Go to fucking like look the reviews for Solus. It, it is one of the lowest rated movies I've seen in a long time. It's bad. It's really bad. It was going to be a, a trilogy. It was going to be called Seven, Eight, and Nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking people. Who, who ever thought it would be a good idea to make a fucking seven sequel? Well, I don't get that at all. It's, it's, you know, uh, I'll tell you too. Like the the brilliant thing. Like I have, you know, I had the original DVD special edition of that. And it looked. It comes in like the, you know, the classic like cheap the notebook. Yeah, 
And yeah, I, got I, I got that too. Yeah, and, and what I did was I took that when the Blu-ray came out, I just took the Blu-ray and put it in that and switched it out because I'm like, the Blu-ray should have been packaged the same way, but they never did that. No, so it's, I, it's, I, a very, it's a very poorly, poorly produced D, yeah, uh, Blu-ray the, combo. The, co- the cover is like, you know, with black. But what's cool is the Blu-ray has all the extras on one. You know, they were able to fit all of that on one disc because of the Blu-ray format. But, um, yeah, I have I have a couple of Fincher films that I, I mean, I really love, like, that one and Zodiac. And Zodiac, not too many people talk about Zodiac, but, man, that, that's good. That Blu-ray is, is is fucking solid, man. I mean, I need I need to rewatch Zodiac. Zodiac is a oh, very good movie. So I, I like that movie quite a bit. There's, there's some real uh, tension-building scenes in Zodiac, like hardcore. So, yeah, no, I, yeah. Gotta, I gotta see that. I saw the theater. I've seen most of Fincher's stuff in the theater. Yeah, so, yeah I, mean, I remember seeing the game in the theater. How about oh, that too? Movie? Oh, I love like, I haven't seen that movie in probably 15 years. Uh, I need to get a hold of that uh, criteria. Probably, uh, probably doing the game uh, for this year's Michael Douglas month on the on our show. Oh shit! On the right. party show, we got the Michael Douglas deal going. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, we're gonna keep it going. I think we're I think we're gonna do I think we're gonna do the game and probably Black Rain and something else. Oh, My yeah. favorite. Love Black Rain. So hey. saw that in the movies when it came out, dude. I remember going to see that in the theaters. Like, yeah, I love Black Rain. Uh, good. Ridley Scott. Yeah, man, it's good shit. I like that. That's one of the one of really good. It's one of Ridley's really good movies, in my opinion. It's really good, just kind of down to earth. They don't talk about it. You know, another one they don't talk about. Yeah, uh, I don't think they talk about Seven that much either, in my opinion. Actually, for some reason, they just kind of just died out after a while, and someone talks about Seven too much. The moment. Yeah, but you, you know, you bring that one up, and everybody's everybody perks up a little bit. Oh shit, dude, that's oh you. yeah. When they went in with the fucking, you can smell. The, the the rot and 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 mixed with the with the spaghettios, uh, uh, dude. Well, that <laughs> with, with the rot, the rot, the living rotting guy uh, with the with, with the uh, with like what was it like like five thousand hanging uh, pine Christmas tree? Oh pine, yeah, the uh, the, the sticky driver pine tree uh, and shit. And then the, then the the piss and uh, uh, jars and teeth and jars and like skin flakes and jars. Yeah. You, that movie is unique and powerful as fuck, and they will. I I guarantee you. That's that's, that's, a, that's, that's a horror that's film. It's a goddamn horror film. Like you know what? Dude? Oh, like, it's you know, a horror film. Next time somebody says like you know what's your, put it you know come up with a top ten. I I you know I, I always forget to fucking say something because that movie is fucking dark and brutal, and it's horrific. Okay, it's, a, it's, it's unforgiving. Yes, it's it's really it's unforgiving. Horrible. You have um, the sweetness um, of what's her name? Um, oh my God! Uh, yeah, and you know, think that she was just—you you don't need to see his attack, but you know, no. you know what I mean on her. She's so sweet and so so uh, nice and just wonderful. And you can't she, imagine she, somebody she's hurting the, her. You know? Yeah, she's like the pure, the the pureness of of that whole, you know, shithole. Uh, of Los Angeles. I think it was made in Los Angeles. No, yeah, it, was it, be, it was supposed to be New York. Supposed to be New York City. I, I think it was. I think it was actually direct. I think it was actually filmed in Los Angeles, though. Oh, sure. I'm sure it was filmed there. Yeah. Because no, I remember. I might have been the setting of the movie. But yeah, the setting of the movie. They never tell you, right? But they never tell you. No, they never tell you. This city. They kept saying, "This city and that yeah. city." Yeah. 
Because I think if you look, if you listen to the commentary on there, I think Fincher, uh, Fincher says it's it, it's in Los Angeles. Nickelody had to like basically make all the rain, or not make the rain, but like that was as much rain Los Angeles ever had. So they had to really wait for it to get the rain. You know, the, I remember the rain being a big, big part of the movie. They were oh, really yeah. waited on the rain. It, it's what's that, hard. What's it's that hard line, dude? What's, what's that, that fucking line that, that the line that Morgan Freeman says at the end? It's like it's amazing. The Ernest Hemingway line. It's amazing. It's like this, this, this world is worth fighting for. I believe in the second part or some shit like that. It's, it's amazing. It's such a great way to end the fucking movie. Yeah, that's what he says. I'm gonna watch it this just, weekend now. I'm gonna throw it in the fucking background while I'm uh, uh, with a commentary because there's like ten commentaries on there. I'm gonna, I got to play the one that has. Uh, there's one with uh, uh, with uh, clearly. They were cut intercutting in an interview or something with uh, Morgan Freeman, but 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 uh, Brad Pitt and David Fincher are sitting there together watching the movie, and it's fucking really a good commentary. Oh, I think that's one, I think that's one I've actually I've actually watched and listened to. Yeah, it's really. I, I remember being younger, and I actually saved up money from mowing lawns, and we had a uh, we had a, like a, a a media sort of store uh, over here in Texas. Um, um, off this road we call 1960. It's a huge, it's a very populated street or road. And they have all kinds of shit down this place, man. They got fucking everything. But like, there's a store they had on there. I forgot, I forgot, it was like CD Warehouse or some shit. And they had all these like special dishes like behind the, like the, like the, the, uh, cashier place, like area. They have oh, like yeah. all this, they have all these different movies up there. Like, like, you know, they have all this old school, like, uh, films, but the, the specialized versions, and I saw that fucking that seven. I was like, I remember like it was like thirty five bucks, dude. I, like, I got to save up thirty five bucks. Yeah, man. Get this fucking movie. I got thirty five bucks. My dad took me up there fucking one weekend. I bought it. It was <laughs> I accomplished it. Submerged <laughs> yourself in that film. I did. I was a huge fan of it, man. I still am. I just I sometimes forget about it. And when somebody bring, like you said, somebody brings it up, you're like, oh fuck, seven's yeah. fucking classic. We gotta watch it, you know. Gotta watch it now. I think I showed. I think Joanna saw it for like the first time. I think I showed it to her like the first time, like last year or, the, or a year and a half ago. The first time I ever seeing it. So he really liked it. He was also yeah. very sad, but he actually liked it a lot. It's, it's still, it's still, it's still a great. I mean, it's a good film. The, com- um, the camaraderie between Morgan yeah. Freeman and Brad Pitt is so fucking like just. It's so down to earth and flawless. And unique and no, it's it's real. Yeah, it's definitely human beings, dude. Real. Yeah, it's human beings, man. Remember when they fucking you know they wake up next to him, kind of he's like leaning there, he's sleeping on him, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you two girls want to get up and like <laughs> I see when they're, when they're shaving their chest for the wire. I'm like, it's like wonder if like uh, Wolf with Top will actually cover me, just like actually shaving off like a nipple, and they both yeah, laugh yeah, about it. It's really good. Yeah, it's really it's just. It's a calm. It's a calm before the storm, man. It's 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 that's a classic fucking movie. It's it's gonna hold up forever, in my opinion. So yeah, I just watched it. It had to be. I want to say about a month and a half, thirty six weeks ago. I, I had it on. I, I you know I, I I remember throwing it on late at night. I'll do that. I'll throw a movie on and go to sleep to it. Oh, so, I do that all the time. I do that all the time. What do you what do you forget? Hold on, real quick. I got I got I got to I got to address this because. Um, Boy, Bobby Chains, you know, yeah, wanted listen. wanted to uh, he wanted to you know I told him I said hey, we do this the you know 
underground fucking chud, cannibalistic underground dwelling motherfuckers. Oh. And I said, but he, but he, I said, but look, go ahead and like leave a comment. Well, he private messaged me this thing. He said, I want you to read this verbatim. This is from Bobby Chains. Okay? Bobby Chains. Okay. Bobby Chains, dude. Bobby Chains. He says, okay. Um, okay, read this message verbatim, okay? I said, okay. I think y'all are both fantastic. And I can't wait to hear more from you guys. Grassroots, low-budget, underground. Y'all are my favorite motherfuckers. There is no doubt. There is no doubt in my mind that this show is going to become something way more than you guys even thought it was going to be. I can't wait to see what the future holds for both of you. I know it's going to be something epic, and I can assure you that I will be listening every step of the way and applauding you at every milestone. Anyway, chain gang out. Fuck, I'm out of beer. Fuck, I'm out of beer. Slagoff, help me out, brother. <laughs> Bobby, we love you, dude. Thank you so much. We love much. you, man. Thank you for that. That's, that's, man, that's fucking, that's fucking that's awesome. heartwarming, man. That's amazing. You know, sure. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Bobby Chandler. Uh, uh, out there that does it, it listens to our uh, crazy mischief uh, uh, conversations here and wants to know what we're talking about. Bobby Chains is a podcast called Unchained. You can get it on iTunes and uh, Stitcher. Stitcher is out there. Google Play. Uh, it is just a mishmash of like just cool dudes fucking talking shit basically. And uh but they they review movies and they review uh video games and um yeah, check them out. Unchained. Yeah. Oh, the Grand Green Old Network, man. The Grand Green yeah, the Grand Green who is it? I love uh Isaac said it. The Grand Green Grand Green Network. He didn't say yeah, he said the Guignol. He just fucking the Grand Guignol. Oh my God! I love it. I love it. Hey, can you see any of those questions that are on the uh, on the group? I can't do it. I can't do it. All right, let, yeah, you can't fuck with it. Let me let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, if, I, if I get on Facebook too long, it'll burn this phone out. But uh, don't do too long. No, don't do too long. Let's see. What we got here. Um, the ball corner. Nate Guns. Oh, Nate. Mm. Uh, Nate used to do a podcast called uh, Chewy and the Gnome. Uh, he, you know, he, he did it for a little while with his friend, and uh, and he would be on there with his wife and his and his buddy. And uh, it was uh, he's, Nate Gonzalez is a pretty good dude, man. Um, always supporting. He's an artist in, in his own right. But um, if he had, a, he's, I know he had asked me. He asked a question last time. Right? All right, ball corner. Great show, Great title for a show. Yeah, it was cool because he's he's like Chewbacca. He's this big dude, you know, mm-hmm. and his and and his buddy's like my height, you know. <laughs> how tall? How tall are you, dude? How You're tall am I? How tall are you, bro? Uh, probably like five seven. Like five, oh, okay, eight. all right. All right. You're you're probably you're a couple inches taller than me. I'm, I'm a little dude. You you're about probably as tall as my brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not very tall. Yeah, you're, I'm not tall at all. But let, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I do weigh 180 pounds, and I will fucking get you back, dude. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not that one guy from fucking bachelor party where he's like, I just bent my balls and shook on it. You remember? <laughs> I mean, I love bachelor party. <laughs> I haven't seen it probably fucking since I was like 16. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking. There's no, there's no questions. Uh, well, we can wait. We can come back to it later on. Well, let me see. Let me see if. Uh, 
I know you posted something here. Recording an episode. Okay, we got six comments. Let's look at it. Guys, it's me and Jeff. That's all. That's all. That's all me. Fucking showing the, the, the zombie, the zombie monster with the with the wake up call uh, coffee stout that I'm drinking, and I'm gonna. I, I posted the ingredients on there too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, oh, good. I'll, I'll tell you what's in this fucking brewery. This fucking. This is another local brewery. Um. Let's see. I've had. I've had uh, two already, and I can already feel it kicking in. It's uh, 6.2% ABV, IBU 26, and it is a mix of this collaborative brew, has a rich and robust uh, aroma of subtle dark fruit, chocolate, and bittersweet coffee flavors layered together from whole beans sourced from Blazing Bean Coffee Roasters in Clearwater. Blazing Beans makes really good coffee locally. Uh Uh, They, Uh you know. Local, another local company, but it's coffee. Uh, All right. Yeah, I can feel a mixture of up and I, right now. Like I'm, as you can tell, I'm, I'm, I'm talking a little fast, but I'm also feeling a little low, slow. You know, <laughs> How low can you go? How long have you been a spy, Harry? We, Um, I drank like uh, three Dos Equis, and now I'm going on to uh, Dos Equis, the the beer of Phantasm. Yeah, yeah, Phantasm. Now I'm going on to Blue Moon. So fuck it. Oh, Blue Moon's awesome, dude. I'm a Blue Moon guy, dude. Fuck you. I like Blue Moon. It's a gas. It's a gas station over by my by my fiance's house. I gotta get whatever I get over there. I'll get over there. So shit. Drink a blue moon. There's only six of these. Um, yeah. And uh, I had a couple of little little sour patch edibles left, and I took a little nibble because <laughs> I got to work in the morning. But uh, yeah, it should be very it should be very interesting. So um, from an undisclosed Look. location that hooks me up once in a while. A friend, a friend of a friend. Of the fucking crypt keeper hooks me up once in a while. Um, <laughs> they could torture me and bitch slap me. They're never going to fucking get my source from me. Um, and I, all I know is I wake up in the morning and I, and I just my back doesn't hurt anymore. I'm just still in a good mood. We got you uh, strung up on a fucking chain in a shower. Oh yeah. You got, what, you got what's his name with sponges hooked up to fucking car <laughs> jumpers, man. He's forgotten more about pain. That he can remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Totally racist back then, too. Who's the yeah. chin? Who's the chin? This guy's I, not going to tell us anything. Oh, he he yeah. would have already. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill the both of you. <laughs> you yeah. Love it. Well, that would be a nice trick. Oh. <laughs> that would be a nice trick. <laughs> <laughs> totally fucking kills both of us. Joshua. Yeah. Um,. So, this is episode four. Uh, let's go ahead and talk for what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some, uh, the legendary, the uh, fantastic human being that was and is still, I think, still is, but we've lived on his spirit. Immortal. Uh, Bernard Reiser. He's immortal. He, he's immortal. Um, his work will be, as long as we don't blow this planet up, that guy's work will be being looked at 300 years from now. And I oh, really, yeah. I 
really believe that. Uh, my God. If it um, if it survives this long, yeah. it's gonna keep on living, man. If they, if they got if they have if Netflix just picked up all them films, all these unreleased films from Orson Welles, Bernie uh-huh. Rice and Bernie Rice will live on forever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, um, you, you know. And I'm sure by now, uh, everyone in our circle, well, they know who he is. And there's people that might be listening that I'm sure might know a little bit about him. All you got to do is Google his name and just type in images and websites. There's, there's a Bernie Wrightson Gallery. It's official page. Oh, yeah. Page. And um, you're, you know, go find it. Go to a comic book store and go, hey, what do you have on Bernie Wrightson? And, like, buy it. You know, uh, yeah. I, I I got a feeling in the next within the next five years we are going to see amazing stuff being put out. Books that are long out of print are going to start being printed again. We are going to see a resurgence of his work because now he's gone and um, everyone whoever. I've never heard anyone say I don't like him. You know, I get people that are like, you know, I don't get Jack Kirby or I don't get, you know, certain couple artists. I, I don't like Bill Sienkiewicz because, you know, whatever. I get all that. Like, right, you know, certain people like that. No, I've never heard anyone look at that guy's work and go, other than that's terrifying, which is a yeah. compliment, um, ever say, ah, I never really, I don't get it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You look at his work and you can't deny the, the talent, uh, the the ability, the you know. And I and I and I have been doing some research for you. I thought I knew. You know, I thought I was pretty up on on burning. I, I, like, I was. Oh yeah, you know. No, like, I, dude, there's a podcast that was out uh, the other night. I was going through the the YouTube right and typed his name and and everybody. There was all these people, just individual guys like you and me, just just guys that. that they make they make little videos about comic books, whatever, just to kind of tell what they like. Of all walks of life. About even Collider did one, didn't they? Yeah, Collider uh, Heroes, the last Collider Heroes. About yeah. I want to say about halfway into it, man, they just they just fucking unleashed John Chef, which is that guy's amazing. I love that guy. Oh, right. I love John Chef. That's the that's the guy I like. I don't really like the rest of them. They're all right, but. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're fine, but like Shinep is the only reason why he's the he real got deal. Involved with Collider, so yeah. he's the real he's the real deal. Um, and I gotta say, man, that guy was that guy was just um, just dropping some stuff. I listened to it today. Oh, did you? And, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I'm gonna probably watch it because he clearly was dropped putting some images up on the uh, video for a portion of that, which is on YouTube. Um, yeah. I can say that uh, you know. I thought I knew a lot, okay? But there was so much that I didn't know. And, you know, I didn't know that... That's, I used to have the book, A Look Back. I had a real... Uh-huh. I, I mean, I beat the shit out of this thing. It had yeah. ink glass on it, everything, okay? I mean, that's how much I loved this book. I sent my copy, my only copy that I had, I sent it to the artist, Nathan Thomas Molina. Uh, but I, I first... Back in 2012, uh, no, it was actually probably two years, 2014, 15, something like that. I think it was 14. Bernie 
I got to meet him again for the second time. And this was in Tampa. Uh, and I, you know, I, I was telling the story the other night about the first time I met him, which is, that's all I, honestly, it, that, that's the only encounter I ever needed because the dude let me hug him and shit and just really, really fucking be like, dude, I love him, man. But the second time, he had just come out of another surgery. We didn't even know if he was going to be at the show because he had just come out of another brain surgery, okay, because of the cancer. Yeah. And he fucking, he was in there like a trooper, dude, with his wife, dude, sitting there. He had, he had a line building and stuff. Um, I, I got to look at his, but this, but this time he brought a bunch of his original work. I mean, there was original pages from um, uh, the Frankenstein Alive book that he did with Steve Niles. Which oh, uh, oh it's it's so beautiful. Okay, so just and then he had like just mont zombies in cemeteries and paintings. These are watercolors. These were inks. Yes, I've never seen you know that much of his work in person. And he was like, "Go ahead, man. You can look." I'm like, "I said, go ahead, look through it." And I and I just you know I almost cried dude. because yeah, we see these works printed. We see these works. Uh, pictures are taken of them, or there's no justice being done to them than to, uh, to see them in person. And it's, you could see every goddamn stroke of, of a brush uh, or a, a, a line of ink or whatever um, done with this guy's work. I, I can't even, I can't even, I, I just can't even explain it I, how important it was to me. So, uh, yeah, it, it's to see it in person. So, regardless, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting off the script here, but what I can say is that uh, I thought I knew everything, okay? And I'm watching this little clip. He fucking, those Frankenstein, took him seven years to do those illustrations, okay? The ones that he decided to keep, to put in that book. Those black and white, they were cross-hatching. He did like crow, those were done in crow quill. I, I, cause I've seen wow. photos. I've seen photos. Yeah, crow quill pen nib, dipping in an inkwell and just doing that. What you saw. Wow. Okay, you see that. Wow. And I always thought that he had, at least for the uh, the humans in those photos, Dr. Frankenstein and the women and all, that he had, like, you know, photo reference, that he had his friends dress up in Victorian-style uh, costumes and, and, like, take photo reference, because I've seen him do that for a couple paintings back in the day. Oh, um, really? He, he he didn't do that. Th- th- those came out of his head, dude. Wow. Onto the, onto the page. But he's, like, like a projector. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to... I see it in my head, and boom, I'm going to do... And he, I did, and he said he did, like, uh, two days a week on those, on each each one. And you've seen yeah. those. You've seen those things. You, you've seen the print of him choking out Doctor Frankenstein, and and that that image alone is striking. But the background of that, like you see, every every like glass and just uh, yeah. What uh, when we uh, when we did that episode together on um, on my other show, Atomic Age Media, when we did our uh, two Stephen King poems, we did um, yeah, the cult. So fun. We did, we did the cult. Um, yeah. I guess I did some more research. You know, I just like you know looked at the cult and looked at other things that Mason had done that um, that I wasn't aware of. I wasn't aware of um, 
that he did so many fucking things. Like, I was aware that he did, I think I have the first seven or eight issues of Swamp Thing. Um, and, but they're only reprints. Still, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm still glad I have them. Oh, they're, repr- yeah, they're like reprints. Have yeah, they're reprints from, like, I would say probably, like, the late 90s. I mean, the late yeah. 80s. Oh, yeah. Early 90s. Um, and they're beautiful. And uh, I know he did those, but when I when I got the cult finally, mm. and started reading the cult, I was like, "Oh, this shit is fucking. This is this is Bernie Wrightson's shit." Yeah. And yeah, man. Once me and you started talking about it, and I asked you to come on the show, we just have this big ass show. That was. Good. I did some more research and looked up more of his his of his things. It stands out. It stands out a lot. And for me, personally, um, I have two comic book artists that really stand out to me. Well, three. I have three of them. Uh, I got Brady Rayson. Yeah. Chris Burnham. Oh, yeah, and, man. And J.H. Uh, Williams III. Yeah, dude. Is Batwoman stuff? The Batwoman stuff. I have all, I have all of his stuff from Batwoman Detective Comics, like, when you first started doing it, you can't I have all that stuff. You can't fuck with it. You can't fuck no. with that. I don't fucking fuck with Chris Burnham shit. Chris no, Burnham shit is incredible. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Bernie Wrightson, I think all three of those are just stand-out artists. It's incredible. Um, and there's a difference between, like, Wrightson or, or Burnham or um, G.H. Williams III compared to, like, Capello. Uh, Greg Capullo, who I, who I love, I do love him, but, like, there's just a difference, like, a very stark difference compared to these three guys compared to this guy or compared to, like, McFarlane or whatever. There's a big difference there. It's the thing that really strikes, like, really strikes out to you and pulls you back in, hits you over the head in your fucking days, and you're like, holy shit, what is this, like, you know? You want, you want to stare at it. You want to, you want to look yeah. at it. You know, you want to learn from it, you know, uh, uh, rights and you know, I, I I don't know if you've had a chance to either you know watch it yet or you're gonna wait for tomorrow or this weekend to listen to uh, the Trick or Treat Radio uh, podcast episode. I haven't on. got a chance to yet. No, I haven't. It, 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 Derek Rook uh, drops like, like you know it was really good. Okay, and I, I, once they get in, like they review a movie. Um, uh, they said some really nice things about me in the beginning that I don't even know how to feel like it's You deserve it. I just I don't even I said I said some really nice things about oh. you too on my pot on my on my recording. Now you so. guys are yeah, you I heard it dude. You guys you guys are I don't even know what to say. But uh <laughs> I really don't. Like, you know, like thank you. Like I mean it's uh, I don't know. All I know people, is I'm trying to get love, better. People That's love you, man, and your art spreads love, and your heart spreads a lot more love. And uh, you know, that's um, sometimes that can be overwhelming for some people, but sometimes people can really see what that person is all about. I've always seen it. You know, when me and you talked for the first time, when I asked you, when I told you that, I thought you're, I mean, you you sent me the art, but like you, you made a, this kind of ghoulish a skeleton beast with long, with hair slipped back, and I was like, I told you, I thought it was amazing. You you messaged me, and we just talked. 
He's like, oh, I'll send it to you. And I was like, oh, man, don't send it to me. You're like, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. I'm like, no, nah, don't do that, man. He's like, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. He's going to send it to me. Cool. And we just yeah. talked. And fuck, man, ever since you called me on my birthday that yeah, one time, like, jeez, I don't know, probably three years ago. It seems it like, feels it. like it's not. It's, pro- but it it's probably like, like it. two years. It's, I guess two years ago, actually. Um, yeah. I don't know. A year and a half ago, maybe. I don't know. It's, no, it's, it's two years ago. It was two years ago. Wow. wow. Um, Time has but, flown. Yeah, it has flown. But two years ago, you called me on my birthday, and I was cooking out, and kid, really, everything was starting to start, the, the, the gears started to grease, and things just, it was like we have talked before. It didn't really feel that different than me talking to, like, somebody I've known for a very long time. It's just a dude that I knew that I thought that basically had already known for a long period of time, and now we're just talking, and now we're doing this thing, and that's that's the kind of person you are, man. I, mean, I, think, it's I, kind of, I think it's the kind of art that you kind of put out, the art you put out too. I think it, it just speaks to a lot of fucking people. So well, I, I will tell you that. Well, thank you, and I will tell you that uh, it's Bernie Wright. Oh, I, I know, I know. You know, uh, Brian Wrightson, dude. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna honestly say this too. I, I, I don't think, I don't think there's a day that has gone by in my life. You know, once I discovered who he was, okay, uh, that I, I don't think there's a day that's gone by that I've never not thought about that man. It's very weird, even if it's just for a second. Oh man, that one. In, you know, in your brain, you're talking to yourself, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, that one image. Or, you know, and he's, at, he's all over my shelves of madness. Yeah. In some capacity. I look up and there's, you know, oh, uh, my creepy collection that has everything he's, he's done. Or I have the uh, Series 2 uh, box that he didn't came in and all the cards that they that he was doing back in the 90s. I remember everyone was do- all those artists were doing their card collections. And, I do remember uh, that. Yeah, and I look up, and, I, and I'm and i looking at his name right now. It just says Bernie Rice and an orange, you know, pumpkin orange. Uh, it's probably my favorite color to, if I use that color, like there's, there's a rust, a rustic mm-hmm. color that I use, and there's a, a, doc, a Dr. Martin's pumpkin ink, concentrated watercolor ink that I use. Uh, that I fucking love. Like, it, it, you know, and I try to like, put it in everything. The piece I did for El Goro of Wolverine, I haven't set that out yet. I, it's weird. I like to let them ferment a little bit. I hang them up in my back room and just hang them on the walls for a little while before I send them out. And yeah. I'm always, I'm going to send it right out. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to leave it up there for a little bit. And, you know, I'm going to get that out to him this weekend. But, um, you know, some shit comes up. But uh, it, I have a piece of Kyle Hart <laughs> as well. No, seriously, I'm looking at these things hanging, and they're hanging on my wall in the back here in my my little my little uh, studio, and uh, you know I've got a piece of Kyle Hoax that I did, and it's you know it's Jesus as a samurai, right? He's coming at you. It's all it's all in white on black canvas. In the yeah. it's, in, it's in the snow, and he's coming at you. So every I've morning, seen it, I've seen it before. You've seen it, and that's for Kyle. Like I just have to send it to him. Like I just haven't done it yet. Okay? And that was for his birthday. You know, really? so, um, but even in the one that I did for Al Goro, it was just a white background. But I was like, no, fuck that. I gotta put my, I gotta put my pumpkin 
uh, rust color on it. Yeah, a little bit of rust color. It's good. And it's just, you know, sloppy and messy, and it is what it is, but uh, it's Bernie Wrightson. Like, that color to me is like, Bernie Wrightson has a, a, when he does color stuff, that color's in a lot of work when he decides to color something. And, uh, that's why I'm using that. But yeah, but that guy, like that man, uh, I, I just I could talk about him for hours and 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 and, and, and tell you what, like why he's awesome and why he's fucking why you should look at his work and if you're a horror, you know. And he did gothic horror, man. You know, he he he. Every, even if he did something a little futuristic, it was always something gothic going on in there. Oh, hell yes, yeah. Because he didn't fuck around with, like, perfect anatomy. He just kind of was like, no, this is, he could do whatever. I know he could, but he was oh, like, no, sure. this, is my, this is my style. Like, when you look at Kyle Holtz's work, uh, you know, they were talking about this on the show last night. It, it was funny because they kind of, you know, I'll tell you, Derek's, Derek's right on the same page with me. It's kind of cool, man, like, as far as, like, our favorite guys. But, um when I look at Derek Rooks' work, and when I called in, I left a message, and I told him. I said, your work reminds me of Stephen Bissett, and he's the guy that did the Swamp Thing for, yeah. for, for the Alan Moore run, right? It's the and one I'm that like, was doing, it was the one that was uh, the interview off of um, Radio Exile. Yes. Um, he, uh, the, 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 the lead guy on the show. I got to get um, that. Listen to that. He please. did an interview, interview with him, and it's incredible. It's like an hour and probably 20 minutes and shit. It's amazing. Yeah, I have to listen to that. Okay, um, that guy. You, you should. Yeah. You should. Yeah, I, I need to. Okay, and uh, but I said it straight up. Uh, I, I, it's funny because he mentions his influences, and I'm like, oh, that that is definitely in your work. And and Bissett was uh, a, a, a you know a Bernie Wrightson fan, so yeah, you know it all just kind of uh, comes back full circle. Uh, and, and becomes, you know, this melting pot of, like, who influences you. And, you know, I was just telling a guy the other night that was kind of, this guy I'm friends with on there on Facebook, and I, I know he gets discouraged, you know, about his art and stuff, and I'm just like, dude. And he and he's my age. He's close to my age, and I and I told him. I said, privately, and I, you know, he's not going to listen to this. Maybe he will. I don't know. I won't say his name, but I said, stop. You know, once you let go of you're not going to be that Jim Lee guy, and you're not... Because that's what stopped me. Is I, I was like, I, I can never fall like those guys. And when you do, when you do that to yourself, and you beat yourself up, it, you know, you, oh, you might walk oh, away from it. You might like just give up because you're like, I can't be that good. And it's like, no, you have to be. You have to take from them and learn their techniques a little bit, and that's awesome. But like, make it your own way. Like, it has to be will, your own style. I will say, <clears throat> in the time that we're living in right now. With all the independent books coming out, and some of, yeah. and most of the independent books are actually better mm-hmm. than the major label shit. Like, I don't really care for DC and Marvel too much anymore. I'm hard way to, it's more. Hard to keep I, up, dude. That's all. It's just hard to keep up. You know? Well, it's not interesting in my opinion, though. Mm-hmm. I'm way more interested in what Dynamite's putting out, or IDW, yeah. or Dark Horse, or Boom. I'm way yeah. more interested in what they have to put out. Then Marvel or DC. I actually speaking on this. I um you know I'm a I'm a huge Batwoman fan. Like 
Like, I, I, cause Batwoman is one of my favorite characters. Like, in the top five. Yeah, you were talking about that the other night. You were, you were digging uh, that character with the Bad Blood movie, which I love. Yeah, the Bad Blood. Yeah, that, it, well, yeah, it was, it was great to see Batwoman actually portrayed on film for once. So cool. It was great to see. So cool. And even though they don't get too much into her background, which I think they should have, I understand it's a movie so it could be a certain uh, a certain amount like, of weight. You got like what eighty minutes? They don't even do like ninety yeah. minutes. They just yeah, something like that. 70-minute movie or whatever like that, you know. Yeah, but, like, you know, it's like, it's like they put, they released this Batwoman comic. Um, it's now written by uh, a guy who is, um, I think he's, um, I'm not sure if he's actually, I'm not sure if he's bisexual or he's uh, uh, transgender or not. I'm not sure. Right. It's like it's like okay, cool. Like you get, you get this writer who is in comics writing books, which is awesome. Writing a gay character, also you know this completely badass character. And I read this first book, and I'm like, I'm super like underwhelmed. I'm like, wow, this book isn't very good. Yeah, uh, it was a total bummer because like it, it, um, you look at that cover, and I was already skeptical as it was because I was like, okay, J.H. Williams is not doing this. I know the art's not going to be great, um, but it'll be it'll be passable. And you know, when I look at the cover, I'm like, the cover is amazing. I open the book up, the the art is again just passable. It's not really anything special to me. And the same thing with the dialogue. The dialogue is just whatever. It's fine. It's not horrible, but it's, it's also nothing. I'm numbplus, dude. I'm just like, hey, it's a it's a book. Right. I picked it up. Maybe I'll keep. Buying it just to see where it goes, but it's like, you know how it is. Like, you, you pick up a book, and the book never takes off. And I will say, for me, when they DC re released Constantine in the New 52, they had Jeff Lemire on there for like four issues. Yeah. And after the four issues, it got Ray Fox, and Ray Fox couldn't write Constantine worth a fuck. It was awful. And. The yeah, I think, wasn't... I think the best Constantine stuff was in the uh, Dark Justice League stuff, man. Like, as far as, like, that's all you could get, that was the well, best thing to read. I mean, now William was reading the, the the comic that you're talking about. Like, he's a stack of them because he got really into that character for a little bit. Now, I, you know, he didn't read the fucking hardcore shit. The fucking... Yeah, well, yo, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, the dirty shit know. from the fucking Vertigo, but he was, he loves the character. He was the character for Halloween, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, you know oh, that's, that's, that's fucking badass. Yeah, 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 I remember that. But, but, yeah. Peter Miller, but Peter Milligan wrote, like, the last, like, 100 issues of some shit of, of Hellblazer. Yeah. And for man. Vertigo, it was, was, it was, it was, it was over after that. And, and I was like, okay, cool. Let's see where this is going to go now. And I'm like, okay, the art is, the art's pretty good. And we got Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire's writing Constantine pretty well. And then you get into fucking Ray Fox. And Ray Fox is just. I, I don't know what he's doing. He's just jerking off the whole time. He's not doing nothing productive. There's nothing that makes me feel like this is Constantine. There's no Hellblazer in this at all. It's a fucking, it's a watered-down yeah. bullshit storyline. And with a lot of crossovers, which I fucking hate for the most part. I hate crossovers. And I'm only picking up help. I'm only picking up Constantine. That's how I'm picking up. And it was like, I picked up Constantine for so long, I just said, you know what? Yeah, fuck this. Character. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. I'm done. And then DC goes, "Hey, we're gonna do a rebirth." 
All right, cool. I pick up Rebirth number one of Constantine, of Hellblazer, actually. Uh, written, it's written by a lady this time, which I was really excited about. I picked it up, and like, this sucks. Uh, you can't, you can't, um, you can't recreate it. It's done. Peter Milligan, Garth Ennis, um, yeah, Alan man. Moore. Uh, fuck a hundred bucks. Brian Brian Azzarello did a hell of a run. Brian, on that yeah, book, Brian, Azzarello, Brian, Brian Azzarello, Jamie fuck. Delano, like yeah. Jamie Delano. Like, you can't, you guys can't recreate this. You, you guys, I mean, after Peter Milligan was done, I mean, shit. Even what's his name? Um, Ellis Warren Ellis. Even Warren Ellis. You know, after yeah. all these guys go through uh, constant. Who one else will like only like a couple, like maybe, maybe a handful, maybe not that much of Hellblazer book, Hellblazer book, and they're fucking incredible. And these people come along and they're like, "All right, yeah, we can do it. We can, I think we got it nailed down." And they start doing it. I'm like, "This is trash. I don't. There's just nothing compelling about this, uh, of John." way it used to be. It's 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 a real bummer. Well I, but, I think I think I think they'll they'll eventually you know. They'll 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 go like they'll go back to what worked eventually. Someone's gonna get in there as a a publisher, uh a president, uh someone's gonna come in there and go, um, we're gonna we're gonna go back to like old school Constantine. Okay. I it, hope so. I hope so one day. Well, you know, they will. I think they will. I, and and you know, I I like the Dark Justice League movie. I thought that was cool. Uh, to, to see him animated and uh, I thought it was down. okay. I, no, it wasn't one. It wasn't like they're never spec. Nothing is spectacular. Except I have a couple of those that I really enjoy. I just but, I just really thought that when the the JLB movie was coming out, I was like really extremely pumped about it. And then finally seeing it, I just, I was just like, man, well, you're, what's your, I don't think it's any justice, man. You're, you're, you're jaded, buddy. I, mean, that's, I, I guess there's, so. There's nothing, there's nothing that's going to set a bar for you. Uh, whatever your level is, clearly it's very high uh, as to what that character is. Um, I mean, not even just that character, dude. It's just like, it's like, I have read and I'm sure you have, I mean, obviously you have too. I've read Swamp Thing, I've read Hellblazer, I've... Uh, yeah, he, start, he started in I've, a book that was, I would say, you know, when I first... I'll tell you, I, I, uh, let me, give me a second and I'll, I'll explain. When I first uh, encountered that character with that Swamp Thing 37, I bought that off the shelf, dude. And you know, as it came out, and because uh, I jumped on, I want to say it was issue... Probably uh, thirty-one of the Swamp Thing, okay. Uh, that when that was when Alan Moore and twenty-one was when he took it, he took it over uh, in twenty-one as a writer. Stephen Bissett actually drew uh, nineteen and twenty. He actually took it from Tom Yates, who was the artist that was doing the ongoing Swamp Thing uh, reboot comic back in the you know, early eighties. Yeah, uh, you know, because the Bernie Rice and Len Wein thing went in the early '70s, and then it it was it was done. They did they did their run, and then somebody else took over for a little while, and it, it only lasted. Once Bernie left it, it lasted. Uh, and there was really actually beautiful issues too. Whoever took it over, I can't remember the names, but oh, um, but it only went on for another I want to say ten issues maybe, and it was done. So and Stephen, 
Actually, you should. Stephen Masetic, he speaks about it, that 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 guy oh, in, the, in the interview. I can't remember his name either, which is a real bummer. I definitely need to repost that onto our group page. Yeah, so yeah, put it in it there because i got to find it. i got to listen to that. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's wonderful because he was Stephen Masetic is a humble dude. So. Oh, no, no, no. He, he is. When I first started getting in, you know, onto the Internet, uh, I actually found him on there, and he corresponded with me. I actually have the printed email that he had sent me after I basically gushed over him as well. Because you didn't, you didn't hear from that guy anymore. He, he was doing a lot of underground comics at the time. He did a book called Tyrants, and it was all about dinosaurs. It, was about a, it started with a baby Tyrannosaurus Rex. And, yeah, and the, and the life cycle of that, and it was so beautifully like inked, and you know, find those books. I bet you they're they're probably not that expensive, but they're so beautiful. I don't have them anymore. I had all this stuff. I you know, I, I, I over the years sold it, collections that I had, and whatever. But uh, Tyrants, highly recommend that. I think he he drew he he created that book and he drew and written. It was like it was like six issues or something like that. So, but. Um, yeah, he took it over as an artist in issue 19 and 21, and it was right when this the uh, I think it's the Somber Corporation. They sh- the issue ends with him getting shot in the head, dude. Swamp Thing. Oh wow! Like somebody snipered his ass, dude. Right? Because he's looking for his friends Abby and her husband. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, uh, something cable or something like that. What was his life's name? It was Abby, Ar- Abby Arcane, you know. They, they, yeah, Abby Arcane, okay. That's Abby, Because okay. they were always friends with him, right? And he would always, like, kind of, like, help them and, and, and show up when she was fucked up. But when Alan Moore took it over and he did the the anatomy uh, lesson, which is yeah. 21, okay, classic, and you find out, and the Swamp Thing figures out, too, that, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the Floronic Man, right? He figured mm-hmm. out that Alec Holland actually did die in the swamp. This is where Alan Moore flipped the script, blew everybody's mind, dude. And yeah. Al- Alec Holland wasn't a man who became this swamp- this monster, but his consciousness, everything about him, when this creature was formed from when Alec Holland died in the swamp with the chemicals all over him, all the yeah. swamp creatures kind of like the organisms and whatever came together and then the swamp thing emerged thinking it was Alec Holland the man. It never was. Right? This is what Alan ah. took took this to the next level, bro. And you're like, Whoa, bro. Oh and, shit. Yeah, I, 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 I remember crazy. that. That's 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 where Alec Holland when Alec Holland hit the fucking pond on fire yes. his his he died. Of, the particles of him Yes. Um, emerge with basically the the particles that were in the pond. And the and chemicals we... that were all over him. So the, yeah. the chemical he created that was going to, like, you know, be, like, you know, help people. Uh, you know, wow, dude, it's so deep, man. Like, oh, you know, it's so good, though. Yeah, Alan Moore, Alan Moore just fucking went nuts, dude, like everybody else did. And then you have the set drawing that, and, and Toppelbin would come in and draw it. Toppelbin would help would do those covers. Uh, the set would do the covers. Um, and then there was that, uh, 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 what's his name, uh, Alfredo Alcala, who was actually mm, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Filipino artist, okay? Hell yeah. Uh, 
they would give these guys like, you know, these different names that weren't like their real names. And he was this amazing inker that would come yeah. in and like do work over like a guy that would stand when Bissett would like just go on a burn, man, he would do like five issues in a row of his detailed shit. He would take a, he'd get burned out, take a break, and then like Toddlebin would come in and do an issue. Dude, this shit was like a team, okay? They were a fucking team. And but there was always that influence. And when you read, when I was reading that book, I was like, Swamp Thing always fucking just was like a level of gothic horror. And then I remember getting that issue with John Constantine, and he shows up. And you're like, who the, holy shit, he looks like Sting. He's smoking a cigarette. He's got his, <laughs> he's got his French coat on. And dude, yeah, he, curly, you know, the curly blonde hair, yeah. Oh, uh, he was awesome, and he just was like, "What's up, mate?" You know, and he would fuck with <laughs> the Swamp Thing. He would show up well, every time Swamp Thing encountered some fucked up horror because there was this. Uh, Alan Moore did these amazing like storylines, like you know, they would be like they would run, and I'll never forget there was an issue uh, called Nuke Face, and it was like he encountered these like nuclear waste, and a Swamp Thing didn't know how to deal with it. Like he was fucked up. And it was horrifying to look at. It was a horrifying comic book. It was a straight up, that was the first horror comic I was reading on a regular basis. was goddamn Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Sophisticated suspense, it would say. Yeah! Like, right? I missed that you know what I'm shit. You know, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I missed <laughs> it. Sophisticated suspense. suspense. Oh. Uh, they did a werewolf story that dealt with, like, uh, a woman's menstrual cycle. It no, didn't deal with the yeah. moon. And it was about like her, you know, and it was horrifying, dude. Like, it was so unique, shit, dude. And I didn't even know what was going on. I'm reading this going, oh, you know. <laughs> As I got older, I understood what was <laughs> it was We all did. <laughs> so amazing. I was reading that as it was coming out. It was just the best book ever. I, I don't care. That was my number one book. You know, everything else was great, but I was like, fuck it. You can't fuck with a swamp thing, man. No. And eventually, as that went on, you hear you probably heard Kevin Smith talk about that when we get to Gotham, they, they take his wife and like that whole fucking run. You're like, holy shit! That's like an issue, like fucking three or four, dude. It's, it's ain't that far in where he gets to Gotham and, and fucking. Well, that was that was well that, that was. Man, that yeah, that's been a fucking monster truck and a flamethrower and shit. Yeah. Well, that that was it was issue. Oh God! It was after the fiftieth issue anniversary. Which he has to go to hell. Oh yeah, because Arcane, you know, her uncle, like you know, fucking Arcane took over, dude. That crazy oh, fuck. Yep. Yeah, man. So I got those. I got those issues too. Oh my god, I had them and I sold them, and now I'm pissed that I, you know, it's I, the, I've um, done that over the years. I had, I've had all of them. It's even the original. I had the first six issues of the Bernie Wrights and run, and I got rid of them, and I'm really pissed. It's the big books, right? The big books with the with it goes to hell and shit. It's like the bigger yes, yeah, bigger books, it's like the thirty-two pages or thirty-eight pages and shit. Like that. Oh, it was a double-sized issue. Remember, double-sized fiftieth issue, and you had on the cover Swamp Thing standing there, a bunch of demons around him. You had the demon. You think riding a demon? You had the demon. You had the specter. You had oh, 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 Phantom oh, oh. Stranger. You had Zatanna's uh, father. I always forget his name. Uh, Zarata or whatever his name was. Uh, uh, Dead man was with him. Like, hey, what's up, pal? I'm right with you, mate. 
you know, Boston Brand, who basically Boston you know, Brand sounds like Derek Rose. Oh, Boston okay. Brand, one of the greatest characters. Yeah, and I love that in the animated film they had uh, uh, Nick Turturro do his voice. I thought that was really cool. Uh, in the animated I, Dark Justice League film. I thought that was really cool. I, I loved it. I loved the guy that did it in the Justice League movie. And then if you go back, way back into the animated series of Batman, so I forget who did his voice in that, but Boston Brand sounds like a New Englander. He's got, you know, he's got a, he's got a, he's got an accent. He fucking talks like this a little bit. His, his name is Boston, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I don't think that the, the fan Stranger gets enough love. Fan Stranger is a favorite. Oh, God. I had no idea of these characters until I saw those characters for the first time in the Swamp Thing book. I didn't know who Jason was. I didn't know Jason Blood. I mean, there was was a story in in the Swamp Thing where he he has to deal with him. There's issue like 26. And uh, uh, Jason Blood, right, he shows up and shit gets weird and then he turns into the demon and He's trying to help, actually trying to help Abby at Arkane. Those stories are so precious to me. And I need to get the, I want to get the, the hardcover collections they did. They recolored them. They were amazing. And I, I just need to get those volumes, you know, for on myself. Cause, yeah, yeah. Me too, man. I don't have, I don't have, I, I just got like, you have to right? first here and there. It's just, it's just in a first here and there. Yeah, I don't so have I don't have them all. I use it as first, and then like whatever I didn't have, I might check out online. And because that's, that's the glory of the internet now, or or if you have like a iPhone or some shit, you can go to eBooks and look up. You can you can read a fucking book for like two bucks or whatever, and oh, wow. check them out. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 a bummer, but like you know, I, I'm a I'm a hardcore single issue guy. I, I hate having yeah, to pick I love, up. I, love a, I hate I having to pick up a book. Um, with with you know, I grabbed a novel or some shit. So, yeah, I I actually had to do that with uh, recently when I picked up uh, a Howard Shank, the Howard Shankin uh, shadow. shadow, and um, right. I, I hate I hate to have to do that because I have so many shadow books. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I want I want this I want this Howard Shankin shit. This Howard Shankin shit is amazing, and it, I I read it, I'm like, this shit is fucking brutal. It's fucking so, brutal. Oh, it's so brutal, man. And Howard Shankin works. It's so damn good. It's another one of those guys. Dude. It's a unique yeah. fucking style. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, it, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that that stuff. And I, I know somewhere in my stacks, I, I have those original uh, shadow issues. The four, there was the four issues, I think. Uh, oh, black, black, black Kiss, dude. Kiss is I never dude. read Black Kiss, but I know, oh. I know all about it. It's got, like, the first chick with good. a dick in it, right? It's got the first chick with a dick. <laughs> Gotta mm-hmm. check that out at some point, you know. Howard Jenkins being a fucking first madam, yeah, first madam with a dick, man. It's just it's a, and they're beautiful, black and white. Just ama- it's stark, it's amazing images. I mean, it's just no, so many fantastic fuck. artists. Man. Yeah, you and I've listened. Fuck. I've listened to a million. Uh, you know, there was probably like three interviews done with them. My boys that, that they retired their podcast a couple years back. It really bums me out, but. Uh, um, uh, Oh my god! Um, I'm having a brain fuck. But uh, um, that, they interviewed him. This guy's interviewed him, and um, he'll come back to me. And uh, word balloon, John Suntress has had him on probably three times. Oh shit! 
And when they when they when they get together, you know, you got you know John who's like old school, likes old movies and old shows, and yeah, they, he gets him to open up and just Shankin's a firecracker, dude. He's a ball breaking motherfucker, dude. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Oh my god, dude! If you've never heard him talk, like, never oh, have. No. Oh no, to. I'll dig up something and I'll post it so you can check it out. But, um. Yeah, word uh, word balloon and um, oh my god, what well, my guy's call? What's wrong with me? Uh, you'll see the guy I'm friends with, Dwight Clark. Uh, and there was two other guys that he did the show with, and uh, they they interviewed him. And man, he was just like breaking their balls, and they were loving every goddamn minute of it. Dude. it really <laughs> I'll find it. I'll, you know, I'm just like blanking right now, but. Um, Fucking wake up call is kicking my balls right now. It's feedback. I got a little like <laughs> leprechaun. It's like a little like, a little leprechaun or Tinkerbell character. Feedback yeah. my nutsack right now. Like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yes, I'm drinking this fucking beer coffee, basically. <clears throat> and then the edibles kicking in. But I'm, I'm good. I'm not black. Like, you know, like the other night, we weren't blacking out. We're actually retarded. <laughs> got to be respectable. But to bring it back, man, to uh, to our boy, fucking Bernie Wrightson, uh, he was the master. He's the master of the macabre, or macabre, depending on where you're coming from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Some people say it that way, and uh, truly, truly, truly uh, uh, my art hero. He is my number one. You know, I told this <clears throat> I told a quick story the other night. I don't want to get too deep because I want to tell it on our show. Uh, you know that you can get you can get these, dude. This is our show. Fuck. Well, well, it, it, no. I, mean, I, I, just, I left a message and kind of brief because you know you can't talk too long on there. I can't believe uh, Wolfenstein, uh, you know, played my message because it was five minutes. I just I can't believe they played my message. Dude. I, I, I was sending that shit at the last moment. Oh, like, yeah. you were you were like, oh, dude, I'm fucking hanging. You were like <laughs> you were like McCready. You were like McCready. And uh, talking into the tape recorder, man, and the thing, dude, you were like, nobody trusts anyone anymore. <laughs> fucking, I'm like, oh, shit, Jeremy's hanging on. Look, he's just hanging on. He's, like, he's blind boxing right now. He is like, fuck you. Oh. It was late. It was like one in the morning, right? Oh, was, so tired, dude. I just, I just finished up making, like, food and shit. I was about to eat, and I was like, I call it. in. You, you did. Radio boys. Oh my god, it was aw- it was awesome, dude. It was a good message, and they were like, they got like you look over. Derek has got his jacket on. He's ready to go. Yeah, Michelle's ready to go and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. They were all listening intently, dude. Like, and I'm like, what's it? Oh shit, Jeremy called it, and uh, it's really cool. But I didn't really get to go too deep because I wanted, you know, I had to like, man, there's no time. But you know, I first uh, my first encounter with Bernie Rice's artwork was the Creep Show movie adaptation, and I was telling them that you know my uh, seeing his work, I would go into the store because my you know they would never buy it for me, but because their money wasn't there, but I would I was able to go into the store and it would just sit on his rack and I would it was and I would look look at the artwork and go I don't know what is this I knew it was Stephen <laughs> King because Stephen King's you know my mother was a reader of his so I would see his. I knew his face. They were on the back of the books. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just like, oh, Stephen King. And looking at the artwork and looking at the, the horror. And then my mom takes me to go see that fucking movie in the theater, dude. I was like, oh. I saw yeah, that with, with, a, with a packed movie theater, dude. 
in oh, fucking Elmwood, Connecticut, which is West Hartford, and in a theater packed, people were screaming. I knew what was going to happen. What my it. cake, Medelia. Dude, to see that, oh, my God, on a movie screen. I wish they would release that high definition, like, like a special engagement. I'm sure somebody in the country shows that movie sometimes. Right? I'm sure it's been shown, you know what I mean? Like, it, like just to be able to see that again in a movie theater. Let's plan this. Yeah, let's let's plan this now. Dude. Let's plan this out. Let's fucking do the next episode. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. Balls deep. Balls let's, deep. You got to go balls deep. Dude. Always uh, balls deep. Let's, that next episode we do, let's do a fucking creep show, man. Let's talk about creep show. Fuck yeah, dude. Right, Creep Show is one of the Creep Show is one of the greatest fucking this movies my, in general ever my made. Favorite, it's my favorite like non sequelized horror film ever. Hell yeah! It, it is my number one. I, you know, everyone's like, "What's your favorite horror movie?" I always go to Halloween, right? I'm a mm-hmm. Halloween guy. I like I like the original Halloween and the original Halloween too. Yeah, as like my mom took me to see Halloween too. Yeah, yep. continuation, man. Insanity, dude. insanity. A perfect yeah, in continuation of Halloween. Creep show. Yeah, it was it's it's one long movie. It's a two parter movie that goes like a mini series now. You know, you have to watch them back to back. Or yeah. you can leave it alone and go, Oh, that never happened. Is it no that happened? Okay. Yeah. You don't know what death is. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trick or treated to death tonight. Got Bill Clinton coming out of the front door telling me he's been treated to death. Loomis, Loomis straight up is like, I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. <laughs> that's a good... That's very good. Very good. It's like, that's God comes good. over, we're fucking standing and we've been trick-or-treating, the kids come over. And standing <laughs> there, this fucking guy comes running. This is him, like, telling the cops after the... This fucking madman comes out here, gunshots. This guy comes running over to my lawn, he's standing there, he's, <laughs> Bald guy with a mustache and a trench coat. He's fucking looking at me, telling me I don't know what death is. You know, <laughs> shit's getting weird. So anyway, uh, but death is a saxophone. Creep show is fucking number one, dude. As far as for me, from now on, I will say it. Uh, the association with George Romero, Stephen King, Tom Savini, Barry Wrightson. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Bernie Ray's and everyone's getting it wrong. They're saying like when you watch Creep Show, they're showing the um these awesome like comic book images throughout the credits and stuff. That's not yeah. Bernie Wrightson's artwork. Uh, no. He keeps saying that. I'm like, no, it's 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 uh Jack Kamen and another guy. Um Jack Kamen was a famous DC horror comics artist. Mm-hmm. Uh he drew like the best looking women and he did all the stories that were like uh, you know, about like uh, uh, a woman wants to murder her husband and take her lover, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he the um, Patel sort of like, yeah. Yes, yes, he was the guy that did the fan the fan Patel because he was just like amazing at drawing women, making them look beautiful and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the postman always rings twice and all that. Yeah. Stuff. You know, you want to do that thing? You think, um, fuck yeah, we'll do it. You think, you yeah. think corny, you think corny's down for that shit? I think Corny's down for a totally. Uh, oh, I totally think he's got to bring him on the pre-show episode for sure. I know he's so, got a copy of it lying around. 
somewhere, man. We got a lot should, of stuff. Should we announce Corny? Oh yeah, well, we'll well, yeah, we'll talk to Corny. I talked yeah. to Corny. All right, yeah, yeah, we'll talk to Corny. And what was this? What did you ever already talked to him, or I talked to him? Oh, okay. All right, what? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know nothing. It's just I, they just tell me. I, you know, that guy is totally down. Well, yeah, he'll be on there. Yeah, yeah. I told him. I, I told him. You know, we talked for a little bit um, earlier, and uh, I told him that I would like we we would both like him on the show, like basically permanently. Oh yeah. Uh, he was like, dude, yeah, just let me know. You know, fucking, I'm down here. I'm, I'm down. You know, shit. I'm like, yeah, man, fuck it, anything. You know, he's like, like, maybe I should introduce myself. I'm like, no, no, don't introduce yourself. Everybody knows who you are, dude. Come on, everybody mm-hmm. knows. Come on. Got the biggest, he's got the biggest dong in fucking podcast. <laughs> fucking the legend, legendary Cornelius Burroughs. No fucking, no fucking around. Cornelius <laughs> Burroughs, man, shit. <laughs> Cornelius Burroughs. Um, that's, <laughs> that's fucking pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, British accent coming out. <laughs> oh yeah, you got, I'll do that. Cornelius Barrows. I told him he sounds like a sounds like a fucking James Bond character, man. <laughs> no, Mr. You, Bond. I wish you to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes uh, you have to just slap a bitch. But you ever watch the fucking footage of him talking about bitch slapping his wife? And and, and uh, what's the no? Oh my god! Look it up on YouTube. All right. This is back in like '87. Uh, what's her name? Uh, oh my God! Who? Who? Uh, who the fuck? What's her name? She interviewed everybody. Jesus Christ! Uh, God damn it! Oh, I'm having a smoke. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure, man. What's wrong with me? Uh, she, she interviewed everyone all the time. She was the, the Barbara Walters. Jesus Christ! Barbara Walters. Yeah, Barbara Walters. Look at look at Barbara Walters interviews uh, uh, Sean Connery about bitch slapping his wife. And he's like, sometimes. Oh yeah, shit. He's like, sometimes I know, the argument's just over. I know. I, and everybody yeah, was down I, with her. I have like, seen eh. that. I have seen that. Yeah, that's where I found out that oh John Connery's a piece of shit. <laughs> he just told me. He said, sometimes the argument's just over. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck, dude. And back no, then, everybody was like, oh, he's still great. We love him. And we do love him. Like, we're like, fuck it. But you're like, oh, my God, he's a fucking, like, a drunken prick. You know, he probably gets drunk up scotch. And his wife oh, yeah. fucking breaking his balls. He probably cheated on her a thousand times. He's drunk. Oh, for sure, for sure. He's like, look, look, it's over. And he actually looks at Barbara Walters in the face. Doesn't skip a beat. He's, she's all being smarmy with him and shit. I'm but coming. I'm coming right now. I'm coming yeah. right now, you Walter. That's it. <laughs> and, and, and I told everyone, I'm like, he probably fucked Barbara Walters after the interview. That's how fucking. That's how much of a savage that guy was. Oh, I'm sure he was. He better slapping around or something. That guy was. It's crazy how much. <laughs> it's crazy how much you fucking like. Look up to somebody and you find out like that game. Oh, no, it was like Mel like, Gibson. Oh, it was like Mel Gibson, my hero. He was my goddamn hero. He lost. A hero mind. too, man. He fucking lost hero. his mind. And bitches making excuses for him. People I people I adore. Well, he was drunk when he made that phone call. I'm like. I don't talk, dude. I don't say things like that, even when I'm really drunk. I've never, I don't feel never. that way. I'm not that angry. Never have. Nope. 
I'm angry about my own, like, personal demons. Never about, dude, like, a race of people or, you know, whatever. I'm like, Murtaugh, dude, really, bro? Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're friends with Danny Glover. Holy <laughs> Jesus. You're friends with that man. Maybe not anymore. I, I, I don't well, know. He still is. He still is. I hope so. Jesus. Because that was terrible. Oh, Danny Glover backed him up, like, 100%, dude. Oh my God! I mean, it was bad enough with the Jew deal, with the Jews, right? He was like, even my brother, who's you know, my brother's Jewish, you know, he, my younger brother's half Jewish because his father, and uh, he was like, God damn, bro! Oh my God! I, mean, I, I can't I think, make excuses for him. I don't know what to say. That's terrible. I think I think Riggs just lost it for a bit. He's back. Yeah. Around. I think he's coming back around. He like he goes. Yeah, yeah. Look at you making excuses for the for the guy. <laughs> Bye. We don't, want to, we don't want to believe that he was, like, saying those things. Five you know? Yeah, Exactly. I and mean, that's why we got to do that. So we, we believe in something in the man. And it has to be his fucking beer, dude. He grows that. No, I, I love Mel. But, God yeah. damn, that was, that was brutal, dude. We like, that was brutal to me, too, man. I was, like I said, Sean Curry, you know, bitch slapping. Sometimes the fucking arguments are over. You're like, holy shit. What he said? He said that to Bart Walters. She goes, well, it says, you know, you you you, uh, you know you believe in, like, hitting your hitting your woman. He's like, he just looks at her. Like, he was, because, you know, she just, he didn't know she was going to ask him that. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 he watched his brain work for a second. He thinks about it. He looks at her straight up, like a straight up, like not even, like, like a, like a, like a bitch of a man today that would be, like, you know, cross-fired with that and blacklisted. We'd never hear from him again. Yeah, 80, 87. He just looked at her. His eyebrows go up for a second. He goes, uh, sometimes the argument's over. And when it's over, that's it. And I'm like, what? So you put the bitch slapper back at her, and it's over. Uh, it's the Scotland way. It's the way we do things. It's follow. Sean, you fucking prick. You fucking wife beating prick, you. Fucking piece of shit. Can you imagine? Like, I could never. My wife fucking tears me up and down, dude. If I, if I fuck up, man. She just lets me know. She's like, "Listen, you're a fucking asshole," and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why you're a fucking asshole. And I'm like, "Yeah, but honey, but no, no. Here you go. You're a fucking asshole. You did this. You said this. And then sometimes I, I try to defend myself, and I and I and I believe it. I'm like, no, man. You women fucking you misinterpret what I said." This is what happened. I said, I said this, and it comes out the other way from you. I didn't say that or mean anything about it. <laughs> I don't bitch slap my wife, dude. Yeah, man. Come on. I just hang my head low, and I just... I, see, now, after 20... Well, this year will be 21 years of being married. Oh, I, just look at, I, I just look at her, and I just like... I'm like, you win. You're the winner. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, you, you win. That's my advice to you. Getting married, get married again. You're about to embark on an amazing things. Joanna's amazing, and she seems really fun and awesome. But I'm sure she gets pissed at you, and I know you piss her off because you're, you know, I know, I know you get crazy. <laughs> My advice to you, when, when, when you, even if you know you're right, just fucking walk away, dude. Like you, you're the winner. You oh. win. Just you win. That's it. And definitely walk. So take a walk, fucking relax. You get over. You know, come come you back know, and my, 
my best, my, my one of my worst problems I had when I was um, married uh, for your first eight, marriage nine years. Wow, was it really? I didn't know you were married for nine years. Holy shit! I was shit. married for nine years. Uh, I was, I was. Um, well, I'll take it back. Um, I met when I was nineteen. <laughs> and wow, I was just with, like me. That's amazing. And I was I was with her for a very long time. From I was with her until I was almost thirty, almost. Wow. And um, <clears throat> I think we were I think we were married for I think three or four years, but we were together for nine years in total. Might well been might well been married. We we lived together for that long. It's a long time. It's a long time. You get to know somebody like that for a long time. Sure. You've heard everything. I've heard everything. And um, she's had to ever say, and just like she's heard yeah. everything you've had to say, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's sad but true, man. It's, it's, um, Wait till you're older to get married, is what yeah, I say. I'm going to get married with Joanna, and uh, I can already tell it's going to be a oh. whole. Oh, a whole lot better, man. It's going to be... Well, sure. You're adults, man. You're actually adults, man. I figure... I figure... We've come to a conclusion where we've kind of figured things out now. Instead of of being young, it's like, now I'm trying to figure things out. We both have and have a better structure on everything. And that first time around, we're just like, oh, all of a sudden, got to do this, you know. But what I was trying to say is going back... Having a having going into an argument with her, she would always leave like immediately. Like like I'm done. I gotta go. She'd just leave. Like yeah. straight up, go away. Like you gotta, you gotta I, argue though. You have to have the argument. You gotta have the argument because yeah. there's no, nothing is resolved. If you come back, nothing's resolved. I still want to be like, hey, why did you why'd you go why'd you go away? Because it's not over yet. And um. That was a big thing. It was, just, it was, it was, and I see it today. I actually, um, uh, you know, we, we get personal on the show, and I'm gonna get personal with you. Yeah. But you know, ahead, the, last, the last couple of days, you know, um, you know, my son got the flu. You already know about that, but like, oh, yeah. he was yeah. sick. I, I went up there, and um, you know, she was having a, a fight with her mom because there was some miscommunication there, and she decided. Uh, that she was going to go ahead and leave. And I was there, and me and my son were, were laying in the bed watching some cartoons, and she decided to get, she's like, she comes in there, and she's like, hey, I'm going to go, i got to go somewhere else. And I was like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And she just closed the door, and I come out the door, and her and her mom are just screaming at each other. And I go in there, oh I'm like, God. what's happening? What's happening? And she's like, i I, I got to go. And I'm like, where are you going to go? I'm going to go over to school. Why are you going to go to school? So I can study. I'm like, well, listen, you know, you should probably ask me first if it's okay if you can just go ahead and go to school because I'm here watching our son because your mom is wasted. And I'm not gonna leave, I'm not gonna leave him here. Right. It's just gonna be. It's Don't gonna ever be say me. her name. We were never gonna say her name on the. Uh... Oh no! No 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 no! No name dropping. No 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 name dropping. Ah, I guess. But. Yeah. But 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 totally wait you know he she's totally wasted I, it's obvious to me even when I walk the door she's fucking wasted slurring and, words and fucking doing the oh, windmill oh yeah 
like like re, like re, repetition is key here. Just like, well, yeah. she said, she said, well, she said, fucking broken record. Fucking shut the fuck up. Whatever, I get it. Whatever. I've had I'm enough. Here, of I'm yeah. here. I, I seem to be sober not only from alcohol but also from rage, hate. Yeah. I'm just here to come see my fucking kid because my kid was like, I want to see my dad. I wish my dad was here. So I drive an hour up there, and it's like, well, I'm going to spend time with my kid. And if you guys want to fucking fight, go fucking do all your fighting. But, like, literally, like... Yeah, you can't leave. You can't just leave. No, you got to be a grown-up, man. You know, that's the thing. And uh, people, you know, I will say this. Uh, people that, you know, that I know and friends of mine close to me, you know, that have gotten divorced and... And whatever, and it, you know, look, man, it's tough, man. It's tough fucking, the relationships are fucking work, dude. Like, it, you know, uh, someone's got to put up with your shit, and you got to put up with their shit, okay? And it it, it is, uh, you got to be a little bit more mature uh, when you decide to do that. And, and when you get older and you realize these things, you, you just start to go, look, you know, I, I, you know, I was making a joke with my wife. It's like, yeah, it's like, Straight up, like, I I don't like to have long screaming. We've gotten past the screaming matches and the knockdown dragouts. Uh, let me throw everything at you that you did to me. That You, you know what I mean? It's like, you've got to get past that crap. It's like, yeah, you, know, you, you have to talk. You have to fucking, and you have to get away from each other, too. I think, I'm going to tell bitches, too. The secret to a fucking long marriage is having your own space. Yeah. You can't, you gotta be up each other's asses all the time. Uh, you know, no. Unless, unless, you know, you guys are totally like doing the same thing all the time. You know, my wife is not into the shit I'm into. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And I am not like uh, you know. The fact that I'm not into what she's into, it's just she doesn't. Rightfully so. I, 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 I do. I do. I, I'm into horror films. That's not for everyone. It's, no. You know, it is not. It is not something I expect everyone. I used to get upset, like, oh, you don't like this, or it's like, no, they, they don't like it, and it's okay to not like. I don't know a guy ripping someone's throat out and drinking their blood, you know what I mean? Or, you know, uh, you know like, yeah, man, it's cool. It's, like, it's not cool to everyone. You have to be careful, you know. Neither one of my kids are into the horror that I was like, gets it. Like, he's like, oh, I think it's, I dig that you dig it, but it's not, he's more into, like, science fiction and fantasy. Which is also but he, awesome. But he but he appreciates, like, like I told you, you read The Gunslinger, and he's like, well, holy shit. He did a book report on it and the whole fucking thing. Dude. Like, it was crazy. But I was his age when I started reading that. Uh, you know, my daughter uh, mm-hmm. just like, is just a happy person. She doesn't want, you know, I can show her something, um, but if it gets too, uh, like, sort of man's in humanity to man, she's not, she's not, like, she's not digging it. And I understand that. I don't shit on people for not liking it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't, and I know horror snobs that are shitty about that, I'm like, you know, you can't be like that to people, you got to understand where they're coming from, they don't want to see that shit, you know, or whatever, but, uh, uh, you know, you get to a balance where 
it's like, like, I used to look at it like, oh, well, you know, she doesn't appreciate this. Like, no, she doesn't break my balls either. My wife, our marriage lasted because mm-hmm. she lets me kind of be and just kind of be who I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? There, yeah, there's, yeah. There's not a level of, you're fucked up. Why do you like that stuff? And, I, and I've encountered people like that. Why do you like that? Like, I like it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, it's like, why do you, you know, I don't know. Why do you like what you like? You know, I, why do you like sappy bullshit all the time? Like, I, I'm yeah. A, I'm a sappy guy, but, you know, I, I can't watch a hundred fucking movies, uh, you know, comedies, uh, love comedies, or romantic comedies. Romantic comedies, um, yeah. All the same format. It's like, you know, they, they have to be very special for me to really go, oh, my God. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. You have to come to compromise, okay, when you're in a marriage. And you have to yeah. be able to go, yeah, you can leave me. I'm not going to be jealous of every stupid little thing that you, that you, oh, my God, you have friends that are this. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be able to compromise. If you can't compromise, your marriage is never going to work. And I know, no. people, you know, I know people that get jealous over, uh, oh, my God, I, you have a female friend. It's like, really? You're that in, you're that in sucker, that, dude. You know? Like, yeah, I, you know, as long as you don't give me a reason to not trust you, then there's, I, I trust you. Like, you have to. It's like faith is religion, right? People oh. are blind faith in, like, in stuff that some people think are crazy. But I also get the level of faith. It's like, you have to, like, just have faith. Well, religion, right? the, the, the whole faith thing, for me, as getting older... So we're we're gonna go back to the yeah we, we're coming back don't worry gonna, you know we're I gonna, we're gonna I'll go bring back, it back we'll bring it back in that we're gonna also we're also gonna go back into marriage and stuff too because I think this is pretty interesting but sure sorry um, guys we're talking about marriage because my friend here is about to get married soon so yeah yeah but like and I've been married for a long I'm an old fucking man now my oh. parents. My parents, before they got divorced, they were married for almost 30 years. So, you know. Yeah. They knew each other um, probably when they were little kids almost, you know, teenagers. Oh, they were young. They were 17. They, were, they heard it. They were tired of their shit. Yeah. So my, my dad, my dad actually met my, my mom at a, my mom was a super checker at a, uh, a Randall's grocery store up here. Uh, she was like a real fast chick. She could check food and shit real quick on, in the assembly line or whatever. Not assembly line, but like, you know, you go and you go cash out your food or whatever. Yeah, she's a cashier. She's a cashier. She's like a super checker. So, but, um, geez, what are we talking about here? Um, are you talking about your mom, your dad? Thirty yeah. years. Yeah, thirty years. But like, what I was gonna say is that like the whole like um, you were talking about like, yeah, she's not really into this. You know, she doesn't really understand it. The thing was, though, with, with the ex, she did get into it, and she did understand it, and she liked it. It was also, yeah. it was also a problem. Um, <laughs> you know, after a while, after getting divorced, you're like, oh, man, who am I going to fucking find after I get divorced who's going to watch the same shit that I like? Yeah, exactly. You know, and luckily I found a person who is with Joanna who is, like, so... Um, just like on the level, who's just like down for really anything? Who's just like, 
who yeah. makes really funny comments, who also makes really funny, like, uh, conversation pieces. Nothing really gets through her. She's just, everything is just pretty funny, which I really dig. And, um, she's oh, just, she, uh, happy, she adores happy you. She adores you, and that is a really big deal, dude. And she, I mean, well, I mean, she just adore. she adores just hanging out. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I think you're really going to like this. And she's like, and she ends up actually really liking it. You know, like, you know, it's just, well, since she's been with me, I've shown her a lot of fucking films, and she's liked most of them, like, legitimately, which is, I'm happy about There's a couple of here in there. She hasn't really cared about it too much, you know, tell Razor, because it's just, it's just so violent that she, yeah, she, can't, it, she can't get there's into no, it. There's no happy movie. Yeah, it's no, like, the thing where she can watch the thing, and she likes the thing a lot, mostly because of Kurt Russell and uh, Keith David. But like yeah, it's, it's you know, engaging. That movie's engaging. Hellraiser is a special kind of troll. You gotta, kind of troll. Do, you gotta be a dirty troll, motherfucker. You know, grubby hands and all, claws not trimmed, and you know, to yeah. be a fan of that stuff. And it's it's hardcore. It's not easy to watch. When you got fish it's not easy. Fish ups, yeah, going into flesh. You know, it's like oh shit. You know. It's, yeah, you know, she's she's a Christian too, so yeah. it's like it's like oh, you know, it's a little. A little deeper than usually we get into, like you know, it's just a little deeper than Prince of Darkness, which I try to explain to her Prince of Darkness and Death. Oh, well, yeah. good luck, good luck ever trying to explain. I mean, go to fucking Algoro to try to explain fucking Prince of Darkness because I can't do it very well. Well, but, I, 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 I can now. I mean, I love that film. I saw that in the theaters. That's another one. But that's, oh, I love that's it. One that's I not for it. everyone. It's not for everyone. I know people it's are like, not. well, I don't really get it. And I'm like, no, uh, I'm sorry you don't get it, but. I wanted like I wanted a sequel to that. I did want a sequel. I want a continuation of that one because that film is gothic horror at its finest. That's John Carpenter. Oh, but no Fuck doubt, everyone. No I'm I'm no making doubt. this movie, and it is deep. Mm. When you think about it, and it goes into subatomic particles and yeah, atoms yeah. and energies yeah. and you're not, yeah. you know, once you talk about that to me, I get I get very excited. You know my you know. My dick gets hard on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, man. No, it's, 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 it's Carpenter going, you know what? I basically funded this movie. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. And it's, nice one, of his, it's one of his highest grossing films because he produced it. He got to do what he fucking wanted to do. And it makes a shit ton of fucking money. So fuck off. Those people, don't, those companies don't understand, you know. When he, when he did it, you know, if he comes back and just fucking they live and shit, it's like, oh, this guy was right. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, saw that in the theaters, man. I, I saw all those films, man, as they were coming out. And uh, But, yeah, Joanna, um, uh, it looks like she is down. Like, I look at her and I just go, I don't know her, but I know her enough as far as what I've seen, you know, with images. And she seems very sweet when she, you know, she's, she's down. Uh, to party with you as far as like who you are and she accepts you and dude that is uh it's very hard to find in this world it is okay. very hard to find dude a woman a, a person that is so acceptable of the things that are now and, and as and, a person and, and as a religious person most people throw you know most yeah. people she's the real deal like she's the, she's the like real my, deal my mother-in-law is the real deal she accepts me she knows my daughter is essentially a, a Wiccan, okay? Uh, she doesn't approve of it, but she doesn't, like, preach or anything. Dude, 
Dude, I'm she's like doesn't I'm, understand it. She she only knows her thing, and she's like, but my daughter is uh, a free spirit, and you know, and, and she's amazing, and I get it because you know I've talked to her and I'm you know, many times, and I you know, and uh, but but you find occasionally you will find that uh, Catholic or Christian that is the real McCoy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the real deal where you can go. I don't. I don't believe. I don't buy into the year thing. Maybe you know. I'm just saying it's a generalization. Either I'm just saying. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying that you might think I don't buy into your shit. You know, into that religion or whatever. It, whatever the religion is. But when you meet someone that is like the real deal, you respect them and you have to give them the respect. I believe. I- I they respect you. I, they, they accept you as who you are, you know. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's all yeah. I'm saying. No, no, no. I, I, mm-hmm. I know on Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. That's what comes down to. That's a rule. I get That's very it. upset when I see a lot of these posts of people just attacking, you know, a religious, a religious fraction of someone that I know is a good person. And I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. I know some good Catholics or Christians that are, they're legit, man. Don't be a fucking dick. It, it's like the, the Sikhs. Remember the Sikh motorcycle guys that I posted? Yeah, yeah. Those bad... Dude, I looked into that religion, and I'm like, I love motorcycle shit. culture. I wonder if I can ride motorcycles. What's, fine. I, I look, but I looked into what those guys are about, because no one even ever knew. And that religion is, like, straight up, like, total equal opportunity for all uh, women. And uh, ju- their thing is, like, justice. And their thing is about... Because they basically are caught between Hindus and Muslims as far as when their religion started, right? And they're like, yeah. fuck that. We're going to start our own shit. And they started their own shit in, like, the 1300s. And what those guys are about are fucking being one with the universe, dude. And that God isn't something that is so simplified that you can explain it. Oh, like, you, can't, you can't explain it. Like, that's the like, thing no. you talk about for a long time. Oh, my God. Like, we, we, yeah, we're, yeah, we're not going to get into it. But the mm. Sikhs, you see those guys with turbans running around locally? They're badass dudes. They're yeah. straight-up dark power motherfuckers. That's like dark power shit. I, I will say, for me at least, you know, I told Joanna right after that, look, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in any of that stuff. Right. It's just not I, – I, 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 don't, I, don't, I haven't had the proof, you know, I do. Um, I believe. I believe. I definitely believe in a in a, in a being, uh, an energy source. Now, you can't simplify it with a guy with a beard to me, though. It's like preacher. What you you're saying. Yeah. What you're saying is what I've come to believe. What, what I've come to believe is there, there is something so out big, there. You, you, you can't. That I don't. I, that I don't understand. And I, I told several people in Joanna that I hope it's not the God of the Bible because the person, the, the thing that I believe in. Not. It's way more forgivable but I don't and know. way more understanding than that whoever wrote that shit in a book. Men. Men wrote that shit in a book. Men wrote on, that shit in a book. On, and I don't believe the last person skins. I believe is a fucking human being, a man. On animal skins, right? When, yeah. they, were, when they were wiping their asses with corn cobs. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So listen, man. Yeah. Uh, there's, I guarantee people have seen things and have had truth to things, but I'm not going to sit there and like, you know, walk into a Catholic church and shit on them. Uh, that, no, I, I would never do that. Like, it was like, no, 
but I know, but I know, I know hyper Christians is what I used to call them. I know some people that are hyper Christians, and that is the shit that makes me insane. I'm like, you fucking, you're supposed to be about love and forgiveness and fucking oh, Christ. Plenty of hypocrites out there, dude. Right? And Christ, yeah. Christ, Christ would never hang out with politicians with suits on. No, Christ, Christ would be hanging out with motherfuckers downtrodden with heroin problems. And, exactly. and, and being prostitutes because of their drugs. You know what I'm saying? He, he's like, you don't, he would look at those people and say, you don't need me. You guys are doing just fine in your lives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, these people I don't, over I, here need me. Okay. And I'll talk to you later. You know? Yeah. I, I, I don't believe in a Satan. I don't believe in a God. I mean, I, I, I think it, this is, a, this I think is there a, are demons. I do think there are demons. I do think they, uh, cause I see things, dude. Like I, I see, I, we're not going to get too deep on this because sure, but, but, this was about sure. Bernie Wrightson, but but I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to bring it back to the demons because I think I think uh, I, I see them, I've seen them, I've experienced them. I told you about my dreams. We're going to do an episode on my dreams. Dude. They're fucking on both of our dreams. I had some, I had some fucking well, dreams too. Not just me, but yeah, we're going to do a we're going to do a fucking dream episode where. Uh, you know about nightmares and dreamscapes and all of that, and I just did a Stephen King title like that. Oh but yeah, cool. but nightmares and dreamscapes are like my that's, that's kind of my deal. Oh man, nightmares and dreamscapes is a great book. I would yeah. do that. This is true, but I'm just saying, like in general, like stuff <laughs> we gotta I've do seen, we gotta do a religious religious episode too. I guess. Well, I'm not, Cornelius, I, I, I couldn't because Cornelius <laughs> could drop into that. He's got he's got that running in his Alabama. Uh, I've talked to him state, several you know. times on religion. It's, it's 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 a very good conversation we both have. So, yeah, yeah. and and uh, but you know, bringing it back, I'll, you know, actually, I'm going to see if this works because I, I I have my my little I have a vinyl I have, a, I have my vinyl set up uh, I have a turntable set up on my on my big stereo, which is uh, but I also have this awesome like three in one. I'm going to play this because this is I hope we can hear it. I don't know, but. I'm gonna spin this motherfucker. Well, as long as you, as long as you don't get the speaker too close, at least yeah. a little far away, we might be able to. I've been thinking about playing the trooper before we start doing shit. So, oh, that'd be cool. I'm gonna try to start trying to get the, the trooper to play. So we'll see how this sounds. Okay, so right now I'm spinning. I'll try to take a picture of this uh, for the for the for the page, but uh, right now uh, I have the waxworks. 180 gram Creepshow remastered soundtrack on vinyl, and this, oh. this, is, for, this is for Bernie Wrightson, straight up. Hey. And I'm gonna play it a little bit here. Let's see what happens. I don't is know. there any what? music on there? What's that? Is there any music on there? Well, on the Creepshow soundtrack? Yeah, it's all music. It, it's John Harrison, okay, uh, who worked with uh, George Romero many times. Remember Dawn of the Dead, the original? You've seen that, yeah. right? Yeah. Remember this remember the zombie they put the screwdriver in his ear? Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Right. He's John Harrison. He did the music for Dawn he did like a lot of the cool extra music on for Dawn of the Dead. He came back, he did Day he did the entire soundtrack for Day of the Dead. Oh I love Day of the Dead soundtrack, man. It's good. But he but he did the creep show soundtrack, which is so brilliant. Okay. Here we go. Let's see what happens here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it and uh let's have a moment of silence. A fucking Bernie Wrightson, man, 1948 to 2017, 68. My, my, well, he's he's a lot of people's heroes, man. 
Yeah. He will never, he will never be forgotten. Here no. Go. Here we go. Let's see if we can. I don't know. That's going to sound. We're going to do it Rick Ramos style. Rick, Rick just plays it in the background. I love it. Here we go. Can you hear that? I can hear it pretty. It's very high. It sounds. It didn't sound very good. No, well, hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah.
Fuck yeah, dude. That's fucking. I don't know. I can't guarantee you how sound that how good it's gonna sound. No, it didn't sound good all the way all the way through. But it's all about the heart. We'll post a full, uh, you know, uh, I'll post a full YouTube soundtrack uh, theme, the main theme. Uh, honestly, honestly, yeah. what we need is somebody to fucking take our show and mix it, and they put <laughs> put music to it. Because I think I think I I was thinking about this. Literally, I was thinking about I was thinking about that that, that creep show piece that you put. I was also thinking about that piece from. Uh, Oh shit! What the fuck is it? Um, Dario Argento fucking movie. Um, uh, no, no, no. Um, oh, uh, fucking phenomena. No, no, no. Profondo Rosso, man. Oh, okay. I think like like opener show with Profondo Rosso. Uh, you know, honestly this, though, without this without the creep show or um, I gotta tell the, you, the theme from Skip from New York for those two. Oh, that would be great. Uh, yeah. I would love to, like, out with that for sure. Uh, the coolest thing is that we have our guys, uh, Paul West, out in the U.K. I don't know if you've been watching the music. I, he drops a, he'll, he'll just play some music. People are like, hey, Mike, Jeremy, I just did this fucking piece for you. And he plays guitar, and you can play uh, blues, whatever. Same with Rocky, Bowling. Rocky yeah, yeah. I've actually got those two are collaborating right now uh, overseas. And yeah, dude, I got those guys to kind of, I, I hooked them up, and I'm like, you guys need to do something because uh, Paul does this, like, seriously, like, you know, um, uh, almost like, what is it, what, what would you call it, melodic or whatever sort of guitar. Melodic, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and Rocky could jam out. Rocky's done, like, he'll just post a video, like, I'll request something and he'll just do it for me. And I'll get very odd. It's amazing, dude, okay? But you got these musical guys, and I know you're you're a musician, uh, but... Yeah, I've been guitar for a long time. But, the, you know, these two guys, like, are, like, Paul has done some amazing stuff, dude. It was kind of like, literally, like, he'll post something. man. Yeah, and I get like very emotional because he'll he'll do like a five minute piece of of music that's like very melodic and just whatever, and he can do anything. I think he could play with all you guys. He could if you guys all got together, you guys would have a jam session. Like it would be like amazing, and I would pay money to watch that. Um, but like I want original music for this, and. Uh, because I, I don't ever want anyone to say, oh, well, you know, you took that track from this, or maybe somebody could sue us in the future, or something. No one will ever be able to do that, because we have original musicians. Original musicians for the show? Yeah, just straight up. I oh, want Paul, all, and I want Rocky okay. fucking putting something together. Uh, I would go out with Rocky, and I would love to start it with something Paul uh, West has done. And if you haven't seen it, I, you know, I post it all the time, but I don't know if you get a chance to check it out, but as long as it's in the spirit of Creep Show, I'm done. Yeah, or yeah. Or, or John Carpenter, I'm fucking, I'm over it. Dude, I was listening to the track from the second album John Carpenter released. Okay, and the the, the musical piece is called Distant Dream. Awesome. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what I'm talking about? And I'm like, 
That's her theme song. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I have that first album. It's, it's amazing. Oh, my God. I don't have either one of them. I, I just been listening to them here and there, and I want to I want to get them on vinyl because that's the way to listen to John Carpenter. You know, my opinion. Uh, he would rather you listen to him on vinyl. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, but like, that distant dream, like, you know, I, I know at some point we'll get this to a place where we'll have the right equipment and we'll be able to, like, really do it up. Um, well, somebody will. <laughs> well, somebody will help us out because we've got we've got a lot of fucking friends out there, man, that are I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you know that what they're some, doing, you know? So Yeah, I'm thinking at some point we're probably going to find that right person that's going to be like, hey, I'll take you guys shit and edit it. And put me, well, not edit it, but put music to yeah, it. Yeah, edit it, it, even clean it up a little bit, you know, if it needs to be cleaned up or whatever. But, like, like tonight ep- tonight's episode, straight up, you know, we went we went off the rails in the script. We were talking about Sean Connery bitch slapping his wife. Listen, <laughs> sometimes you must slap a bitch. You know, sometimes. Uh, you want, no. <laughs> what a piece of shit! <laughs> oh yeah, you just want to punch him in the stomach. You old fuck. Oh, you old miserable fucking drunken prick. You. Yeah. That's probably what's going on. He's probably like three, He's, you know, three, two, one bottle of scotch, single malt deep. You oh, know, yeah. he's like. Yeah, fucker. There's nothing you could do about it. I'm fucking Sean Connery. It's like mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. You should yeah. suck my cock because I'm Mel Gibson and I deserve it. Like, dude, she don't want to suck your dick. I mean, what are you gonna do? You yeah, man. I don't know what to tell you. But he's an asshole too. But I love him so though. <laughs> oh, it's tough. Well, you know, you know, and he was when you go back and you watch his movies and he's 35 and 25. It's like he. He wasn't. He wasn't that guy. You know. Uh, I think. The, I think the difference now that was, was at least with Gibson. Tina Turner told him. Tina Turner told him, "Don't fuck this up." When Mad Max Three came out, she told him that was right when he was about to blow the fuck up. Dude. She told him, "She's like, don't fuck this up." I, I've read the. I've read the interview, uh, and where he was talking about that, she sent him a personal letter. She's like, "Don't fuck this up," and. For years, you never knew what was going on in his life. You just thought he was with his high school sweetheart, and he was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you see a picture of his son. He's got a son that looks like yeah. him straight up as, like, nut, Riggs. He looks like Riggs from 87. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, that's his son? Because he, you, he kept his life very private, man. Yeah, man. And he got divorced after, with his wife after 30 years. Like, I get it. I get it. But he was still... You know, I'm I'm Donald Trump essentially. You know, I'm, oh. I'm the man. It's like you got to fucking calm down, dude. You get, yeah, well, now you, you made an ass out of yourself, and now we live in a world where you're that famous, you're that powerful. Everyone's recording you. You better watch it. Yep. Watch what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you know, but I'm hoping it. that Gibson becomes humble and he's been doing some really nice shit for yeah. Holocaust victims. You see that article? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. It was amazing. That's yeah. fucking pretty awesome, dude. And I believe it and everybody can suck my dick and, and whatever. I think he's I believe it too. Uh, I believe it too, man. You know, I think he's doing the right thing by people. I think, I, I, I think, I think he wants he's got to help to a, Yeah, I think he's gotten to a point where he's the demons come out. He's, the demons come out, and they're already done. And he's trying to fucking—he's trying to fix and fight the demons. And 
I got a lot, you know, me and you, we both got a lot of faith in the guy. I mean, we, we don't just say buy Mel Gibson's beer for no reason. It's, it, well, no, it, there's a reason for that. It's because, it's, it's because Mel Gibson is... Shit, it's our childhood. Yeah, he's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hero, man. It's like a fucking hero of ours. And it's hard to... <laughs> it's hard to turn your back on your hero. No. I, and, I, I, if I knew him, I would totally be like, I love you, man. Like, what's going on with your life? Oh, for sure. I would be the you same know, way. What the fuck were you thinking? Like, you know, what happened? Of course, you know, let's talk about this. Yeah. You know, I, I have friends that are, they've done some dark shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I so know. I. Uh, 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 yeah, me too. And I know in their heart of hearts, they're, they're good people. And I believe yeah. in them. You have to believe in people because you want people to believe in you, right? Yeah. And uh, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's part of being human. You you, you have to learn um, the way. It's hard, it's hard in this world that we are. It's hard to, and, yeah. Compassion and forgiveness. And, and compassion and forgiveness love. and love are the hardest are the hardest things for a human being to learn. But it's so much, it's so much uh, for me. It's worth it. It's worth it. For me, yeah, yeah, I can hate a motherfucker, right? Oh, so but, can I? I've hated, I've hated the but I my dad's love. my dad's ex-wife, my dad's yeah. my dad's mother, my dad's sister, my dad's nephew. I've hated them for all three and a half years. I hated them pure hate yeah. for them. And now, <clears throat> the last five or six months. I don't care. I don't care anymore. I've, I've forgiven you them. Have to, you I have moved to. I on. Let, you have to let go, dude. You gotta let go. Yeah, you gotta let go, man. It's fucking. Oh my it's, god, dude. You know, I've been, nothing I've been in the end. I've been working on this uh, story of my of my life from the age. Of, I want to say the age of like five to seventeen, and it's called fucking straight up. It, 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 it's called uh, what doesn't kill you, and then. Uh, this, this, I remember. The, you know, the subtitle is the sub is is uh the you know surviving the murder of my childhood soul. You mm-hmm. know, and, it, and it's essentially a fucking uh you know children's uh, children's book for adults. You know, yeah. and, and it's like don't here's how you don't fuck up your kids if you can. You, I mean, you're always your kids are gonna be like who they are. Yes, but yeah, how, here's how you don't like like inadvertently just fuck them up. Like, you know, the shit that we went through growing up, like, you're like, listen, man, you can't act like that in front of them, or you can't do these certain things to them, you know? Because okay. they'll fucking resent you. They will fucking hate you. And they will grow up to be bitter fucking people, like I was. I was a bitter dude. To yeah. the point where I was like, fuck my artwork, man. Fuck my art. I suck. I was low self-esteem. Like, you wouldn't believe, dude. Low self-esteem will kill a motherfucker worse than anything. Okay. Yeah. It's a big problem with human beings right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, my dad, he yeah. always he would say like when he when he really fucked up, he always he'd always be like, dude, this is my first time. I never had training for this. Yeah. He's like, you have you have to forgive me and understand one day that this is. Me really trying to understand all of this different emotion, all of these different ways of thinking, because I was only raised one way. 
only way I know how to do things is this way, to be pissed off and break shit. I don't want to be pissed off and break shit, but it's the way I was raised. And I told him, I forgave him. I told him, I, I, I was like, I forgive you, man. I forgive you a long time ago. He's like, yeah, I appreciate it. He's like, I shouldn't have did that still. I shouldn't have broke shit. I shouldn't have scared you guys of breaking shit and crying like I did. I, I, I used and, to wake up but, at 3 in the morning and my parents breaking dishes at 3 in the morning, screaming at each other, dude. And, you know, I, I can't imagine my kids having to grow up with that happening in there. You know what I mean? Like, in, in, like well, all, I, all you can do is fucking, like, not let that happen in your world. You know what I mean? For yeah, you. yeah. I mean, That's all you can do is, like, not let that happen. I don't remember that. Yeah, three in the morning, dad, scared out yeah. of your mind, dude. Fucking, yeah. like, why are they? My mom is crying hysterically. Yep. Exactly. He's screaming at him because he was, a, you know, my stepfather was a gambling fucking, I hate, this man, I hate, I hate, hated him, I hate him still. But I'm yeah. like, ah, you're an old fuck and you're going to die soon, miserable and alone. And, you know, it's like, that's your world, dude. Like, good for you. Cause he, he never took, this, this guy never took responsibility yeah. for, uh, you know, who he was. Dude. Uh, to this day, everyone is dead. He lives, and I'm like, ah, you're a fuck you. And he's miserable. He doesn't even know when, like, his life is good. Yeah, my, he yeah, my, can't appreciate it. He doesn't even know. Almost, almost the complete opposite with my dad. It's like my dad was like, please, be better than I was. Yeah, he was that's, like, why, he, that's why that Wolverine he, movie fucked me up at the end. Dude. Yeah, that's when my dad, my dad was like, dude, that's why the fuck Wolverine fucked me up, too. So my dad was like, yeah. dude. I don't, don't give a like shit. I, he was like, dude, I don't give a shit if you bury me in a fucking ditch on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do with my body. Look, like, as long as you learn something from me, that's all I care about. I don't care what you do with me afterwards, man. I could care less. And I was like, I, I was just like, I, I'm going to bury you, Dad. He, he, like, he like, I just don't care. As long as you fucking figure something out with me being around... That's all I care about, man. I, I guarantee you, whatever happens after you're dead, it doesn't fucking matter anymore, man. Doesn't matter. And I'm like, along, he, he was always, he was very, he made a very big point to being like, when you're alive, make the impact. Because when you're dead, the, the impact might not be as clear. Right. But, you have to remember what I said. Because he'd always say, like, every time he'd be, like, changing, like, learning how to change a tire or how to change a serpentine belt in a car or some shit. He'd be like, dude, when I'm dead, I can't show you how to do this shit anymore. You need to learn how to do this now. And I'm like, all right, man, all right, all right. He's like, no, man, I'm fucking serious with you. Learn how to do this now because when I'm dead, no one's going to show you how to do this shit, man. It's just me. Don't count on anybody else but yourself. Yeah, most people are fucking assholes. You know, not most people. I shouldn't say that. Uh, not most, but lo- but a lot of the but, but a majority in your of them everyday are. life that you walk into, there's some fucking you like you're a fucking piece of work. <laughs> like holy shit. I, 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 I got lucky with you, man. You you you're you're not only just a brother, but like, you're, you're a father figure as well. No, uh, no, no. You're so sweet. Listen, man, 
Well, it's I'm, the truth. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I just want to fucking not. I don't want to die uh, an asshole. You know, I want to. I, I, I want to die fucking that. Like somebody was like, "Hey, man, you fucking, you know." Sending to my made son, an my son is... on some way. You made an impact on me in some way. My son, like my daughter and my son, will have memories of me being like probably drunk and being an asshole. Like not like to them, like just kind of like. I, you know what I mean? Like, I was young, I was 30 years old, and I'm... I'm not, a, not a real asshole, more just like, yeah, like, just like dad is, oh dad, dad's, a, dad's a weird guy, and he does weird shit, so he's an asshole in a way. There, he's there not really, moments, he's not really moments, an asshole. No, there were moments that, that, that I know my kids saw of me that were like, what the fuck, dude? And uh, it was just me being like, you know, the self-pitying... Sure, I've been there. ...person, right? And, like, they've witnessed it, and I'm sure, you know, whatever. But, like, my son's got my back. I know that he doesn't hate my guts. Like, I hated my fucking parents. Or not my yeah. parents, but my stepdad. And my daughter, uh, you know, um, I think she gets me in, in a weird way. She knows, I'm, uh, you know, I've had problems through my life. And it's, it, you know, I don't know. Who knows? I... Don't just don't hate me and don't be like I was when I was young. That's all. Yeah, that's all my. And I was a lost motherfucker. I, I was a lost dude. I was. Uh, I, I'm still lost now, man. I, I won't lie to you. I, I'm still well, pretty lost. But like, you know, my I, all I can hope is that one day my dad, my my son looks back on me and it's like, dude, my dad was the coolest guy. Nah, you're and a good father, man. You're he was a, he was a cool dude. He's like like he wants to do cool shit, but I also learned from the same guy too. It's like, you know, I do. I do homework with my son every week. I do, I do, we do hard, he's very smart at math. He's a very smart guy at math. Wow. At seven years old. It's hard. And, it's a tough one, man, man. But I for, not. But with, but with English and yeah. and reading and comprehension, it's harder. So I've been, you know, I practice really hard with him. So I'm, I love reading. I'm like, I love reading comic books. And I love reading books in general. And I've read, a, I've read several of them and I, I yeah, work with them hard. Yeah, my kids is like, read. You have to read. Yeah, read. Read. Man. read. read is... No one is reading. Reading. Yeah. A, another one. A reading. A dying breed. You know, it's like, people don't read. People don't. Exactly. exactly. They, like, look, they just look at headlines and then they fucking make a comment. And yeah. You know, when I went over to my son, when I went to my, see my son a couple of days ago, we're hanging out in his bedroom, and it's all dark in there and stuff, and he's kind of hallucinating, basically, because he's still pretty high on the fever. Oh, yeah. He's still, he's still talking pretty coherently, and he's like, Dad, four more days. I'm like, four more days? What are you talking about? He's like, four more days till Power Rangers, Dad. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Power Rangers movie. Yeah. He's like, can you, he's, are you excited? I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited. He's like, can we go see it Friday? I'm like, hey, man, if you're feeling better by Friday... Let's go see it. He's like, you sure? I'm like, hey, man, let's go see it late. I don't care. Let's go see Power Rangers. Fuck him. We're going to see Power Rangers fucking Friday night. I don't give a shit how late it is. Let's go see it. Fuck them. We'll affect the entire theater. That's how we we do it, man. I'm like, Krampus. He's like, oh, what's that that, that, that scary Santa Claus movie? Can we go see it? I'm like, Uh hey, man, as long as the the grades are up, and you're sure you want to go see it, we'll see Krampus. He's like, yeah, I got a fucking, I got a hundred on the uh, spelling test. Hey, man, let's go see Krampus right after work, after school. 
picked him up from school, went to the theater, went to Krampus. He's like, hey, that's what we got. That's what we do, man. It's just a, it's, as dads, dads, I would say for all dads, moms are really cool, too. I mean, even though me and my ex don't get along, my ex is just as cool. Yeah. Uh, as me and, and you know, and Joanna's Joanna's is, is just as amazing, is more amazing because yeah. you know we we go see a lot of movies together. But you know, it's, it's I remember a lot of things growing up, and a lot of things were like what my dad told me was like you know all the truth shit, all the life growing shit, and then all the movie stuff. All those two things, those two things really like mattered in my life. It was like, hey, listen. Everybody is equal. There is no color. Just love everybody. Also, right. I love Commando and P2. You should like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh-huh. is really cool. All right, uh-huh. I like I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's cool. So it was like that's that's kind of how I've I've been raising my kids. It's like you know, hey, you know, let's let's do spelling tests. Spelling tests done. Hey, you ever seen Critters Two or Critters Three? No. But I've seen Critters One. Let's watch Critters two and three. That's other fun. And let's watch Critters two and three, and then have a blast watch. And, you know, because um, it's cool the way we the way we grew up. You know. No, you listen. You put you put your loves on them and hope that they get something from some of it. I, you know, I was blown away when William read the guns. Like, like oh yeah, I, I could die tomorrow and go. Oh my God, William read the guns. You know and. He hasn't read all the other ones or whatever, but he is so into, you know, what's coming with this film and the whole thing and he had an opinion about it, uh, you know, and, like, it, it's, listen, man, just don't teach your kids not to be assholes. That's my deal. Do, you know, teach your children not to be assholes. Not to be assholes, no. To, to, to bring it back uh, to fucking Bernie Wrightson, man, like, straight up, like, he was, he was the... I think there was a there was like uh, you know the sort of sons of that man, okay, sons of Bernie Wright, and yeah. I think there are a lot of sons and daughters. I'm sure there are women out there. I've, I've never heard uh, an interview with with, with uh, except uh, oh my God, there was, a, there was I can't remember her name, but uh, there's a couple out there. But I'm sure his legacy lives on. And uh, you know, I guarantee you, Gail Simone was in, impacted by oh, different she, she, knows, she knows who he is, you know, and that, that, that's that's it. it's like Bernie Wrightson. It's like when you see that House of Secrets, the first true, you know, gothic, you know, not even related to the uh, actual Swamp Thing series that came out with seventy one, seventy two. Yes, yeah. actually came out the year I was born. Um. But the but the House of Secrets, the woman you've seen that cover. He's in the background. There's a window. There's a lightning in the background. There's a woman in the forefront. You know who that woman is? No. Tell me, tell me man. It is uh, Louise Simonson. The name is familiar. Uh, the writer, uh, and she's married to um, Walt Simonson. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, so back then, well, you know, well. she was dating, I don't know if she was dating uh, Glenn Wein or if she was dating Bernie or they were just friends. 
but she was the photo reference for that. That 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 first appearance of Swamp. Yeah, yeah. That is Louise Simonson. They call her Wheezy. You know. She, yeah. You know, she, you know, and and she she and even even if you see her as an older woman that she is now, an older woman. Uh, you can tell that 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 that's her face. You know. Like she's holding a I think she's holding a candle or. Candelabra. You've seen the cover. It's very striking. Swamp things in the back. Trying to to talk to her, like, you know. And and that story takes place in the Victorian time. And they redid it. And, like, you know, know, when they did the series, um, they had it for their time, the modern time. Swamp things coming out of the water. The guy's pointing the gun at him. Yeah. You know, there's that classic, whatever, but that first appearance of it, of uh, Swamp Thing was uh, Louise Simonson, was the woman in the, the, the forefront of that cover, and uh, it's pretty amazing. But I think there are a lot of sons of Bernie Wrights, a lot. A lot, a lot of, of sons, a lot of daughters, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's um, yes, it's a, it's a, a, a race of, of people who have grown up and who have learned and who will still grow up and learn uh, yeah, the fantastical... Because I mean, anybody who wants to go out after listening to our show and look up anything on Bernie Wrightson, interviews, whatever you want to look up on Bernie yeah. Wrightson, they will YouTube, know YouTube immediately... You will YouTube. know immediately that Bernie Wrightson is a humble yes. fucking human being. Oh, my God. And... He, there, there will be nothing. Because, like, you know, we, we talked about before with, like, um, Tom Savini. I wasn't really sure. You know, you never yeah, really, yeah. You're, you're never yeah. really sure. But, like, when you, when you watch a, a video with, with, with Bernie Wrightson just talking, you can tell right off the fucking bat. Bernie Wrightson is such a humbling person. Yes. There's nothing inside of him that would ever waver. Uh, some, some sort of idea that you have them that maybe he's like malicious or something like that. He's no, just no, a no. great person who's just like, I'm happy to be here doing this work. And, um, I mean, it's pretty good. You know, he'll say that, he'll, you know, he's just like, yeah, it's, all right. it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. He's, he's not like, it's amazing or anything, but we're all going, it's fucking amazing. And yeah, he's yeah. just like, eh, it's, it's fine. But like, you know, it's like, no, dude, no. It's, it's, anyway, like, what I tell you, like, you're, your artwork is amazing. It's fucking perfect. It's, oh it's, it's humble. It's, it's humbling for most when they see it, and they feel something when they see it. And when you tell anybody that, they're just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about it. But for some, they're just like, yeah, right? And yeah, I'm, I'm good. the best. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the best. I'm the best. You know, like, that's my problem with Tom Savini for the most part is that, like, he's like, you know, here and there he'll be like, yeah, you're right, you know, just – this guy really, like, helped me, like, in my vision. And the other times he'll be like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I kind of, like, I kind of, like, made that happen. Like, I'm the first guy who did that. It's like, yeah, but you're not, like, you're not complimenting any of the people that that, that have uh, inspired you in a way. It's like, I don't, I don't care to meet you if you're going to be this kind of person, but Bernie Rankin never, ever, no, he ever talks about me that he, way. He's talked about his influences, which you look at Bernie Rankin, you can see, uh, 
when he was younger, if you look at his early works, it was Frank Frazetta, you know. Oh, was, Frank Frazetta was amazing. Yeah, he was he was a son of Frank Frazetta, you know. He was a son of, uh, you know, a John B. Stemmer. Uh, mm. Then you look at, like, Tim Vigil, and Tim Vigil is, like, his influences are Bernie Wrightson. His influences are Frank Rosetta. His influences are... Yeah, uh, Frank Rosetta. That'd be a fun episode to do sometime down the line. Fucking Fired Ice and some shit and some Conan. Oh, yeah. and, oh man. Frank Rosetta is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know, there's all these guys that, that uh, you know, culminate to uh, cyclically, too. Like, a cyclical sort of, uh, you know, coming back these these people, and uh, when you when you listen to that latest circuitry, Derek gets into some deep shit where he's like, "Who's going to influence the young ones?" Like, well, the young ones, are, I think the young ones are going to be influenced by the old ones. You know, oh, yeah. and, and it won't stop. Like, it'll just keep going. I don't you know? think so either. I don't think so either. Yeah, I think I think that the old ones will inspire the young ones. I mean. If the parents of the young ones are anything like our parents, yeah. then they're in good hands. Because I got to tell you, my parents will always, like, do what your heart feels, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's, heart, what I work, that's what I want. That's what I The heart doesn't lie, man. Um, Damn, man. But it is, uh, it is time, my friend. I'm, I'm going to fucking jump off. And, uh, All right, brother. Wrap this full. This old man who's had like too many coffee beers. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, and the edible is kicking in. And my voice is shot as usual. <clears throat> uh, I sound like you know I'm calling from, you know, I'm calling from Scotland. We're we're about two hours and eighteen minutes in. <laughs> is it gonna drop? You think we're gonna get the whole thing in there? Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna post the shit like right after we talk, dude. <laughs> Amazing. I hope, yeah, everybody, I hope everybody rides the whole episode out of the marriage talk and all. I hope they get. Oh, I hope, hope they dig it. <laughs> we'll tell them too. Like shit goes deep. We talk about relationships, burning rights, and relationships, burning rights. Oh, I'll post it. It'll happen. And uh, yeah, man, um, I'll post some music tomorrow on the uh, on the main page. Of, what we were trying to convey. I don't know how that shit's going to sound, but probably going to be like, oh my God, what are they doing? But uh, <laughs> we, need, we, we need an editor, goddamn it, and a mixer. Well, I don't know if we need an editor, but we need somebody that can add music in any shit, which I would like. I just, I just want music going in and going out. Nothing, nothing that's, in between. That's nothing all crazy. I want. That's all yeah. I want, too. That's all I want, too. Because we will pimp anyone's product that we love um, you know, we'll talk about, you know, people's podcasts. Never a problem. I don't have a problem with doing that ever. I think it's no. Yeah, know. no, I have no problem doing that. Uh, just so remember, that. remember yeah. though, every time you yawn, you were yawning just now, right? <laughs> every time you yawn, a ghost puts their dick in your mouth. Dude. Oh, shit. Well, I, I, I don't mind sucking a ghost dick. I'll just go some dick every night. No problem. All right. Just remember that. Full-throated. I don't care. All right, man. Listen. All right, brother. 
Mel Gibson's beard like a motherfucker. Mel Gibson's beard, motherfucker. <laughs> you fucking shitty walker. <laughs> Let me at him. Let me at him. That's it. Like, beard. We're going to fuck him, Raj. We're going to kill him. You're not going to the fucking stilt house. <laughs> they killed Rika. They killed Vicky. Have a nice day. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fuck him. I'm going <laughs> to kill him. Fucking Riggs. We love you, Riggs. Let's both smoke cigarettes and die cancer. How about that? That's it. <laughs> that? What would Joe Holland back here? He'd probably Joe Holland back, yeah. Smoke some cigarettes. And he'd probably kill some people and go smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> All let, right, me roll, let me roll a window down. Does that make you happy? No, I'm just trying to watch my house. <laughs> I don't get it. You're trying to avenge the death of the man who fucked your wife. <laughs> I love that shit. That's great. <laughs> I'm turning into Joe Allen back straight up. Uh, all right. All right. Logos' beard. Logos' beard, my brother. Hey, buddy. I had a blast. Oh, it was, a, it was, it was uh, incredible. It was legendary. I think so. Soon we'll have Cornelius on here to uh, keep us in line. We will. Uh, next episode, you will look up. Next episode, gonna have, we're going to all be on here. Me, Cornelius, the Sweat Goss, and we talk about some fucking Creep Show. It's oh, going to be fucking good. I'm going to watch Creep Show again. All in detail. Yeah, i got to watch it again, too, but all in detail. We're going we're gonna to go through every fucking segment oh, and yeah. just fucking milk that fucking cow. Because yeah, it's, the, it's, 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 it's majestic, majestic fucking titties. I can't yes. wait. I'm so excited. All right, man. Be safe, my friend. I will talk to you soon. You too, brother. Bye. All right. Cheers.